0: We're starting to work on our 2022 recap episode. Nice. So in that recap episode, we go through different categories and we kind of list the top five, the top three songs, the worst songs and whatnot. This is an announcement for all the DJs. If you guys want to get involved on this 2022 recap episode, there's going to be a poll up online. We would kind of gather all the information and kind of list what all these DJs, who they voted for, what they voted for. There'll be a link in the description. There'll be links in bios and there's a QR code. And you guys can go on the website, contribute, and put in your votes for our 2022 recap episode. All right? Hey, what's good? What's good? What's good? Welcome to Reflections of a DJ The Roll podcast presented by DJ City and Beat Source. I am one of your hosts, DJ Crooked. We got DJ Never here. Yo, 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 what up? We got Jamie
1: the Great. Here.
0: DJ D-Miles is M.I.A. once again. Fixing his ass. Getting his ass fixed. <laughs> it's that time uh, of month. It's that, that time, time of the month. <laughs> <laughs> it's that time of the year. Every quarter. We got special guests. I, I've wanted him on the podcast for a minute. And, I, you know, we've been playing, like, you know, back and forth, trying to get him on. But it seems perfect that we have him on right now. Because it's, like, rodeo season mm-hmm. in Las Vegas. Yeah. This is when everybody, you know, involved in, I don't know, country or anything. Like, I'm ignorant with a lot of this country. And, yeah. like and this rodeo shit talk. Mm-hmm. But it's perfect that we have him on so he can like kind of school us and explain to us what's going on. But <laughs> I, I would say he's he's maybe one of the most sought after open format DJs in country music. Am I okay to say that? Yeah,
2: man. I mean, are you number thanks. one?
0: I mean, yeah. he, he, this, uh-huh. this dude is, is kind of like, we are ignorant to country music, right? Most really? of us, right? Really? Well, yeah. yeah, so he's gonna be schooling us and we're gonna be asking a lot of dumb questions with him. <laughs> but I'm, I'm glad he's here. But this dude is huge in country music. Mm-hmm. And he's one of us. He's an open-format DJ, I consider, him one of our brothers in the game. mm -hmm. And I'm really glad he's here. We have DJ Silver in the building. What's good?
2: Thank you for finally having me. Yeah, yeah.
0: We've been uh, speaking for, like, years. Uh, Yeah, it
2: just never worked because I would hit a 10 p.m. flight, play at midnight, be out at 6, and be in San Diego the next morning or something. Yeah, and you have your own day here in Las Vegas. That's right. That's right. September 21st. Recognize. Take it up with Carol Goodman if you got the issue. Wait, it's DJ Silver Day. That's right. How do you get your own day out here? I... My publicist called and said, "Hey, the mayor said we got a date for you." Oh shit! And I was like, "Yeah, man, I'm in." So I went in, hung out with her for like an hour. I felt like me and old Carol G became a good friend, and <laughs> she sent me a plaque, keys, and everything. It was wow. great. So wait, so you're you're in Vegas a lot, a lot, mm-hmm. and I'm, but I don't see you that often. Like we we
0: bump heads, and we, yeah, I mean, you were just telling me that. Well, the first time we met or linked up was at Light <laughs> Light Night club. Night
2: club. When do you remember when Light opened? It was supposed to be the thing, do you know what I mean? But Hakusan jumped in open first. Do you remember this?
0: Yes, like when Light reopened in Mandalay Bay,
2: that's right. Yeah. But it was considered a mega club when it opened. Do y'all remember that? Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be like all house music. Yeah, so I'm in, man. So Circle A, people dropping from the streets, and
0: yeah, right? They it was like a whole production, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So I was, they booked me for the date for Saturday. And when you go to Vegas, I man, you don't go to Vegas alone. You call everybody and their sister to come show up. Mm-hmm. You show up to a guest list, and you want that front door guy just to be tired of your name by the time you get in there. So we roll in. My tour to manager goes, bro, it's crooked. I was like, we're about to be friends. And I just got a bottle of tequila, because I always order extra on my rider, stuck it on the table. So let's go, boys.
0: <laughs> so you went to our table.
2: <laughs> stuck it on the table. I don't
0: remember this. Why I don't remember it? I remember was, I was I probably I got you up? drunk,
2: yeah. I mean, you were dancing wow. in the DJ booth by the time I was done with you. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it was in the time where it was like, I'm... In the Vegas world, I'm kind of an outsider, but I've been playing Vegas full time for 13, 14 years from the days of like taboo ultra lounge. Mm. And, but I was not in the, the click of Vegas DJs. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I'd come in and. But why is that? Why um, do you think? I just never tried to be. I had I had my crew of friends like Shift and Hollywood and all the guys that we rolled in. Oh, okay, and, okay. And it was kind of, I never really did the hip hop rooms and stuff. I did the bank Sundays. I did, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, it was yeah. Like Iconic parties, but I never, Jets, all the way back to Jet Nightclub kind of stuff. Mm. But it was, uh, but I, I never had like, I never want to be your DJ's favorite DJ. I want to be your DJ's girlfriend's favorite DJ. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so wait never, did you ever meet Silver in the, like the 2000s?
1: We might have met before.
2: Like, like back in the back in the days, yeah. yeah. Many of casinos we walked yeah. past the season
1: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's funny. I see his face quite often at Zooks, uh, like all his, because he's always here. I think yeah. he's always here, like every fucking week, because I see his I face it, all too. the time.
2: Yeah, sex sells, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now Zook is Zook is good. I was at MGM properties for years and years and years and. Uh, Scott Sabella and all the MGM people went over to Zook and they said, we have this new property coming. We want to bring you over. And, um, you know, the, the, the contracts aligns, you know, and we're yeah. you know, new homes Zook. Yeah. You're
0: doing Zook, uh, tonight. Yes, You're doing sir. the after party, um, for, let
2: me see. I have the notes here. Who's like, the? It's me and cheat codes tonight.
0: No, you have like a Luke Bryan after party. Oh yeah. yeah. yeah Luke Luke, Luke's
2: my dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's my neighbor, by the way. He's your neighbor. Yeah. Isn't he like huge in country music? He's the, Luke is the best human, but yeah, he's he's massive. I was just—he's the face of country music. I was right. just
1: thinking that Resorts School is like the hub for country music yeah. at this point. Yes. What is
2: he like, Drake of country music? Right I would now? say he's the Drake yeah. with, the, with the southern draw. Yeah. But
0: for us, why is it that you know never you know Jamie I probably D Miles? Mm-hmm. Why is it that we don't know about this shit? You
2: no, know, I don't know. I, I just and this might be a good way to say it may not be like uh, yeah. I don't play Bad Bunny. You don't pay Luke Bryan. Mm. So it could be the same. Like if you said pull out a bad bunny track, I'm going, "Right, which bad bunny track's hitting? Because I got to download this joke. Wow, okay. Do you know what okay, I mean? okay. But you were like, Silver, what what uh what Luke Bryan song is hitting? I'm mm-hmm. like, play country girls shake it. You know,
0: yeah, it's like you're from Mars and we're from
1: Venus. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. We, and we
2: send text message in the middle and we'll just get down. The only way,
1: the only reason why I know about country music is one Resorts World and I'm there at Gatsby and then my girl and her yeah. mom are the, the biggest yeah. country fans. Of
0: so you're doing the after party for Luke Bryan, mm-hmm. who's like the Drake of country music. Yeah. yeah. And you're doing that tonight. Mm-hmm. Why am I not hearing more I, about you? I tell you?
2: everybody in the world, I have the best job in the entire world. I travel with the biggest country superstars yeah. on the planet. The Aldeans, the Kane Browns, the whoever's. Mm-hmm. Then I play 11 in Miami or Zouk and Zouk with Tiesto and like, like Very party nice. favorite night.
0: So wait, wait. So my question is with, do you consider yourself an open format? DJ? Sure.
2: Absolutely. You do. I mean, I can go, I feel like, you know, not like talking about myself, but I feel like I can step in any room and I could rock it at a high level. Mm. You can stick me, except when, until I started hearing y'all talk about reggaeton the other night. Then fuck, I'm out. I
1: got to put you on. I got to send you yeah. a folder or two. <laughs> I am
2: just, I'm Googling. Q-U-A. I was like, oh God. <laughs> my Southern accent's winning right now.
1: So wait, you listen to the podcast, right?
2: Yeah, every time it comes out. That's the my, it's so like, do you know on the Spotify thing they're putting out, this is my dream lineup, like Morgan Wall and like, like yeah. Six 69 Mine says The Road Podcast and Kids Bop.
0: <laughs> you, oh wait, what,
1: what is this that's a, thing? That's a
2: fact. Well, what is
0: this thing I'm They're saying fast. with the festivals thing? What what is that? So it, that's
2: basically your algorithms of your playlist, right? Who you listen to the most? Who would be your dream lineup? Mm. I just don't listen to music in my car.
0: Oh, so they take whatever you're listening to and make it into a festival? Yes, correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so everyone's doing that. Yeah. All right. So
2: cool. I don't know how many tickets we're selling, but it's me, you, and Kids Bob. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of a lineup. <laughs> so
0: when you hear us talking about like reggaeton and all this, you're just like you don't know what. I'm
2: lear- I know enough to get me in a room and play. Like I can play the Daddy Yankees and stuff. I can get us through a room because I'm I'm from South Texas. Mm-hmm. But when they get in, they start the Bronx and all this. I'm like, oh god, you know. Oh god. But I'm da- I'm literally on. I, I'm like listening to you guys and pausing the space bar, Yeah, yeah. Typing in songs and like DJ City ripping them. You are yeah. absolutely. Oh wow! I don't want to ever be unprepared.
1: What part of Texas are you from? Uh, from Austin, Texas. Okay, cool. Oh, Austin.
2: So you, You're
0: that's nice. the most San Francisco city yeah. in Texas. Right. That's why
2: that's <laughs> <where> I left. <laughs> Is <that> why? <laughs> Straight fucking truth. while I left. Wait, wait. Explain that though. Austin, you, I, there's a time in my life where I'd argue with you. That Austin, Texas, is the greatest city in America. Yeah, playing Scottsdale, playing Vegas, playing L.A., playing Chicago. Austin was it. We seven nights a week. Industry was tight. We would go to Vegas. All industry would come with me. And as people get older and things change, and dude, like homeless got out of out of whack. It wasn't safe to go downtown. And just uh, I don't know, just kind of hurt hurt my heart a little bit seeing where my city was going. Really? Yeah. And I, I still I. I don't play there to this day. I got a date pending for the ACM awards in Vegas and in, in Austin that I haven't even accepted yet.
0: Wait, so it,
2: it what's changed in the city that you don't like? Just, it just it's not home. When when I was there, we were we would all walk as a group. There'd be hundred of us walk down to so we'd hit the boogie, we'd hit Vici, we'd hit all the nightclubs and friends. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, I just don't think I have that connection anymore, mm-hmm. and it's not safe as it used to be. Like we could park on. East six, walked to West Six, hit fourth street and drink. Now nah, you don't go to sixth street. Now you're only rainy district. It's I don't know. I just I just know where that city was. Yeah. yeah. And I hate where the city is. Really? Mm. Because it just it's home to me. You know, it's, I mean it just feels so different to absolutely. you. Absolutely. And listen, I know change is progression. Progression is good. Yeah. Maybe it outgrew me, maybe whatever. I just just not it's not home for me anymore. That's interesting.
0: You know, I, the, the most, the biggest complaint I hear about people from Austin is that, like, all these corporate tech companies are just coming in and taking Take over. Taking
2: over. Money's took it they, over. Yeah, and they just kind of- Took the fill out of the city.
0: Yeah, they're just, like, ripping the soul out of the 100%. city.
2: 100%. But I, I feel like- That was a nicer way to say what I just said. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Political correct. I just went
2: Kanye in your ass. Fuck, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> nah, nah. So, so nah. wait, you're in where? Nashville? Yes, sir. Nashville. Nashville, nice. right now. Mm-hmm. So like, all right, you've been coming to Vegas for a long time. Mm-hmm. We've we've you know encountered each other here and there. Open format DJ. You're the biggest dude in country music, right? Mm-hmm. And and well, well, I, I'm kind of wondering why we don't hear more about about you in mm-hmm. kind of like the hip hop or the other realms. Why is there such a separation with you know country I mean? music and all and all these other genres? Do you think?
2: Uh, I think there's a stigma to country music. Yes. And. The stigma is it's boring, it's your dog's left, your sister's hot. Country music to me What do you mean sister's like hot? these people like are some redneck? <laughs> yeah, like redneck good yeah. red yeah. shit. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's like, but country music to me is fun. I'll mix Luke Bryan with Drake. I'll mix Jason Aldean with little Wayne and you won't even know it hit you. So you would you do that at Zook? All night. Wouldn't hesitate. Wow. But the thing is this, right? The shock factor, I think, hits them a little bit. You know? So, yeah. I mean, will you play the original or you play like a remix of a – uh, a remix I made. And there's – like I will hey. take uh, – I have just like every every genre. I'll make DJ edits of like hooks of songs. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I'll take a Alabama song and mix it on top of Run DMC, like on just when the keys change or the beat drops or we'll hit the 808 on the right tab. hit, Or we'll hit the line, the ones and twos. Whatever it is, however you mix. Like I have a full folder I can just – party rock the whole set. Yeah. The songs you probably never heard, they're the biggest downloaded songs that ever probably hit the world.
0: You're, you're mixing these genres, you're doing it for country music, mm-hmm. and my, my question is, you've been doing this for how long now? 20 years?
2: especially almost 23 years, yeah.
0: Almost 23 years. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about all year that like hip-hop has had some of the worst releases, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then EDM kind of took over. There's there's a little bit more releases, a lot more releases with EDM and House. You know, the temples have gone up and everything mm-hmm. like that. What is the state of country
2: music and pop music right now? It's, it's I think it's one and two. They actually have like a subgenre called pop country. Mm-hmm. It's the Jimmy Allens, the Luke Bryan's the, right. the world that it can come in and <clears throat> you can mix them seamlessly. They're almost made like DJ records. But
0: men- w- would you say that country music is the biggest genre right now? It's I always hear that I it's would say Latin music for sure. Latin music is bigger.
2: It's that's not I, I I think every just like uh, just like the Michael Jordan, everybody's trying to be number two compared to Latin music. It's massive, and I, and and being in Miami and Vegas enough to know it's just you don't book against AJ Balvin or you don't book against a Bad Bunny, you know. It's, it's just like George Strait at T-Mobile Arena Saturday. You're not going to see another concert in this area in downtown because Strait at T-Mobile Arena.
0: And and are you like? Is there a lot of competition with other DJs, open format DJs in the country music scene? Um,
2: yeah, sometimes, but they you know, are? I. I it, more now than definitely when I started, I was it, you know, you were the one that was it. That was it. I would play it taboo. And they're like, silver, I know you're going to play country tonight. Just please get out of it. They would tell you that. Oh yeah. Mark would tell me that. All <laughs> that <time. was> funny. <laughs> and I would, spite so they people.
0: were anti country music. At the yeah, time it wasn't now. that.
2: It was just, you know how these Vegas guys are. They're right. like, you know, don't scratch here. I need 80% hip hop tonight. Walk up, get rid of the hip hop tonight. And we need house music. You know, you know what I mean? Table right. 17 wants a B side cascade record. Could you put it on mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But I. I just did me, man.
0: But so how, how is it now, though? How's it changed? You can go as deep as you want. Into I played an hour band.
2: last night and played all country.
0: And played all country. Yeah. And you're, and you're mashing mm-hmm. it up and yeah. you're
2: doing remixes and edits? Absolutely. Like I make personal edits, like show edits of all the stuff. And I make it for a DJ to play by a DJ in a, in a DJ environment to mm. win the crowd. I'm,
0: I'm kind of curious. What are the top five country music songs out right now?
2: Out right now or that I would play?
0: Well, it, well, I have. It's a two part question, okay. actually. All right. So, like, I got right ADD. now, a lot of. I
2: huh? have <laughs> bad ADD. Let's go okay, with the person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so,
0: so, right now, we're seeing like not a lot of new music is making their way into the clubs. Right. Right. It's like people want to hear nostalgic shit. Right, right throwbacks. Now. Is that the same for country music as well? Absolutely. Or Absolutely. It is.
2: So, like, just why I keep saying it, but Luke Bryan, country girls, shake it. Shake it for the
3: young bucks, sitting in the honky For the rednecks till the break of dawn. The DJ spinning that country song. Come come on shake it for the bears shake it for the bees shake it for the catfish swimming down deep in the creek for the crickets and the critters and the squirrels shake it to the moon shake it for me girl oh country girl shake it for me girl shake it for me
2: It still rocks to this day. Like, save a horse, ride a cowboy. Cause
3: I saddle up my horse And I ride into the city I make a lot of noise Cause the girls, they are so pretty Riding up and down Broadway On my own studly roar And the girls say Save a horse, ride a cowboy Everybody says Save a horse, ride a cowboy
2: But then I put on the new, uh, I don't even know, um I don't want to throw anybody underneath the boat, but I put on the new Dana Shea because Shea Mooney is one of my best friends. I put on the new Dana Shea, and they're like, because mm. like, they don't have the feel with the, they don't have the familiarity, they don't have the feel, they don't have the feelings for the song yet, they don't have the memories for that song. Mm. And and, and any time I play music, it doesn't matter the genre. I'm just trying to pull a memory out of your head. I'm trying so, to touch your soul a little bit.
0: So is that your thinking of why these new songs aren't hitting as as much? Yeah,
2: yeah, absolutely.
0: That it needs time to, to like cultivate. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. To kind of, uh, I don't know, marinate.
2: Cultivate. Yeah, yeah. 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 Love
0: that's interesting. I didn't know that would, would have happened in country music.
2: And the stuff that is really like big in countries, the Morgan Wallens is the slower sing-along stuff. You can play that all night in Nashville, but you ain't touching that on the Vegas Strip out here. Because uh, you, it might be you and another, another fat dude in the back going chasing you. You know what I mean? You're getting down, but you got 30 girls looking at you like, and that's when you need to switch your shit. Mm, wait, wait, So I don't give a damn if you like it. If those 58 girls are sitting there looking at you, having the best time of their life, homie, you can chill out for a second.
0: So when I hear, <laughs> like if I went out, if, if I go out to, I'm, I'm going to try to go out to Zook tonight to Love hear it. you. Mm-hmm. So if I go out to hear you at Zook tonight, that's a completely different set than you would play in Nashville.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. But, you know, with that being said, I have a new record coming out with Sam Hunt mixes, like with Jimmy Allen with, and I'll sample in tracks that I'll make, I'll make, Country music, big room for you. They,
0: you have you have an interesting story. You're Jason Aldean's uh, DJ, yeah. tour DJ.
2: Last twelve years, yeah.
0: Last twelve years, mm-hmm. but they heard you at a, his manager
2: at Taboo. Heard heard you at Taboo on a Sunday night. You were mixing one of his songs with she's country with Nelly, country grammar with country. Grammar. So I was touring with Nelly doing the after parties at that time, and no one was this. You were touring with so Nelly had this drink called Pimp Juice come out, yeah, and so he went on tour. And I, me and a guy named Tatum Polk, his friend, we he would host the parties, and I would DJ the parties, all the after parties on the tour.
0: Wait, was this before Nelly started doing country music?
2: Uh, he had this song with Tim McGraw that year. That, that we did. year? Mm-hmm.
0: And then how'd you link up with Nelly?
2: Tatum Polk. He I literally said he he's Nelly's cousin. Everybody's related in St. Louis, you know what I mean? And he said, we have this energy drink called Pimp Juice, and... Listen, here's, here's your idea. What do you think? And I said, this is a college kid's drink. Let's take this to college towns and to do after parties, which I was doing always. And he's like, I feel like anybody can play Chicago, well, not anybody, but Chicago, Miami, Vegas, Boston, those are the targets. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of people forgot that the Oklahoma cities, the Tulsa, the St. Louis, the Little Rocks. So I made a great living playing 90% of the Midwest B markets. This is like in 2003, right? Yeah. Because I remember this
1: one, Pimp Juice, when it came out. That's it? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> well, I just think I just checked that Tim Nelly came out on all four. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. It's interesting because, like, what you're
0: saying is kind of, like, with comedy. Yeah. Comedy, like, big comedians, they want to, like, kind of do shows or, like, do, uh, record specials in, like, big cities. Mm-hmm. So, like, California, San Francisco, L.A. Yeah. And New York. New York. Or, like, you know, Miami Chicago or Chicago. Right. Mm-hmm. But then, like I remember, that one of my favorite comedians, Bill Burr, of course. started doing kind of like other other cities.
2: I just sent my wife to show right? in Orlando last week.
0: And he started dominating these markets mm-hmm. because no one was paying attention to these markets.
2: So you don't sleep I, on it. Yeah,
0: yeah, because there's kind of this idea that they don't want to hear liberal or like um,
2: they sort of laugh.
0: Do you know what I'm saying? I do, buddy. But but there's this idea that nowhere these states these states and these cities. That are seen as like either redneck or red states. Mm-hmm. They don't want to hear like blue state comedy or lib- liberals talking about. That is shit just like that's that. their
2: that's their escape and to let them laugh. You know, they yeah, don't, yeah. They, don't want, they don't want anybody's ideology pushed off on it. They want to go in and have the night, and have their night. Right. But I've said it for years. It's like we can all go to Vegas and make say five grand a night, but we can go. And, and I've got a, I know you're here, you're here, you're here, mm-hmm. but I can go to Tulsa, Oklahoma at the club and I, there's no competition and they're, and they're excited to have somebody that plays Las Vegas and Tulsa or Dallas or San Antonio's or Jacksonville, Florida's, Birmingham, Alabama's. They got money too and they would love to have you. So what's the,
0: what's the city or state that everyone sleeps on that's like the best fucking place to DJ?
2: Boston, Mass, hands down.
0: Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah.
2: I love they get sure. down it may not be a secret to anybody but that gets down
0: with like country music all the above you
2: just walk in and rock it
0: really yeah. boston massachusetts for you love it wait outside of boston i, I consider that like an east coast big city gotcha. um let me like, give me some of the kind sleeper of the, the middle the middle kansas thing. city
2: wichita kansas wichita, st, st. Kansas. louis um i would say tyler texas like the little small college town. I've never even heard of. Yeah, Tyler there you go. Tennis. You're oh. sleeping on. go t- going right side of <laughs> Dallas, um, Albuquerque, New Mexico's. Uh, really? Absolutely. They
1: do. My girls from there. There has no nightlife.
2: Away. That, that's what I'm trying to say to you. You go and you do an event and get out. You, I'm not saying buy a condo downtown. I'm saying let's throw an a bit. You know? That's crazy. And it's like it's because you think about it. Everybody in the world is in Vegas tonight. Whoever you think you are, you're trying to be is in this city. Not you. Don't have the competition or the. People are like, holy shit! Bieber is downtown Tulsa tonight. Where's your nut, Hell, Bieber's at Staples Center tonight. Cool. You know what I
0: mean? So there's like a, a more, more of a, an
2: appreciation. Absolutely. They yeah. don't get for it the entertainment much. they're getting. They're not as fed as much. Yeah,
0: they're not desensitized or right. jaded, right?
2: That's right. Not saying by any means I'm Justin Bieber. I wish, you know. Yeah. But it's you're Justin Bieber to somebody. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Thanks, mom. <laughs> but I'm just saying they're hungry. They're there for it and give it to them. And I, I, you know, I made a great living by traveling. The Midwest, the the Forgotten Cities, the Wichita, Kansas, the Omaha, Nebraska's of the world, the Sioux City, Iowa's, and Cincinnati, Ohio's, the Columbus, Ohio's of the world.
0: So, like, uh, what do you call it? Do you feel like country music and all these middle, these middle, um, kind of middle America states and cities, you think they get a bad stigma or bad
2: rap? Not there, they don't. Outside no? of when... Outside the people that don't know about it, but like I'm
0: from New York. Neville's from New York. He's from L.A. We're kind of like what would you call us? Like Yankees? Like big city? No, no, I would just uh, like big city liberals. You know, let's get ignorant for a little bit.
2: I mean, like I play. We play New York. Like for example, we play New York. We play L.A. We play Madison Square Garden. We play Mm -hmm. the Staples Center. I don't play town New York. I don't play. I don't even know a nightclub in L.A. But we play Staples Center. We get out. So, so I'm not really. I I just know we have a built-in crowd. I, so I can't really speak on like I've but never they, played Tower marking New York. But my
0: my thing is like like we have city like city folk right. We have stereotypes mm-hmm. on country sure? folk. Yeah, country folk right. Yeah, and country folk have stereotypes on city folk.
2: Oh, well, I'm sure. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. 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 So I'm saying is that the problem why like it doesn't get integrated
2: as much? Maybe I just think the um, maybe both sides have closed minds. They're, they're not open up to mm. let me. I would rather prejudge than just say, hey dude check it out. Maybe. I don't maybe. Know.
0: I, I just find it interesting, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you've been coming to Vegas for,
2: for I don't know, over what? Basically most of my DJ life. I actually I thought you DJ lived life. out here for I a have while. a 702 number because I was moving here. Because, funny story, <laughs> I was playing at Taboo. I used the only way I'd get to play Vegas, I was I would book Shift out of town and take his Taboo spot. Mm-hmm. Oh. So I'd book him in Cincinnati and I'd come in and that's where I met Jason. So Vegas was hitting for me. And Jason said, come out on tour with us. Gave me my 2010 schedule. And Jason
0: Aldean is a, like a multi-platinum artist. Yeah. He's huge, 30, 30, huge. No,
2: 28, 29 number ones, like billion streams. And, yeah. I mean, we can't go to Target. You know what I mean? That's hard. Yeah, that dude boy. is like
1: it, bro. Yeah,
2: he's he's the dude, man. He's literally one of my best friends, if not my best friend in the world. Our families, best friends, our kids are six weeks apart. I mean, everything. We're going to I'm going skiing with Hillbilly on the eleventh. You know what I mean? So this is all because of shift. Shift. That's right. I tell him. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah. How was Cincinnati playing? <laughs> no, I it just, I just, I'm a firm believer that you get put in the right places by the right people at the right time, and that's how it that was. Wow. And he put me in, and dude, I just remember like not putting a lot on blast. I was the first DJ to go on a country tour, and they didn't know how to pay a guy, and they're like five hundred bucks. I was like, oh, all right, yeah, let's. I'm gonna look at a bigger picture here. Single guy, no kids, no nothing to worry Wait, about. Wait,
0: this is your first tour with with Jason. Jason Aldean.
2: And I mean money's a sh- pop.
0: So you were getting five hundred?
2: Yeah. But night. that's
0: kind of like nah. similar to like anyone's first tour with oh, an yeah, artist, yeah right? No, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. A DJ. A, a DJ. Especially a many, DJ. how many yeah.
2: nights was it? Three nights a week. We have it we have it made in country music. We leave on Wednesday and back Sunday.
0: Oh, so, but it wasn't like a fifty city tour? It something? was
2: like a eighty four city tour. Eighty
0: four city but, tour. So how long were you away? Dude, that's four, like, four nights a week. Four nights a week for the whole year, but yeah. for a whole year.
2: Now, now that he's as big as he is, we leave July through October. He does forty dates, and there we go.
0: And then you try. Oh wow, that's crazy.
2: That's it. That's but it's
0: kind of like doing the military. Like at the end of your, at the end of the tour, you're getting a fat paycheck, right?
2: No, I mean I worked it out. I said, here's you want forty dates? Let's do a lump sum. Here's the price, and well, let's just go. You buy in bulk. I'm with you. And and, and, and I've been, I always believe that you go where you're wanted, not accepted.
0: Wait. So, how do you get wait, on your first tour? How did you get paid after every date?
2: Yeah, you know, at the end of the week, they would well, Live Nation would wire me fifteen hundred dollars. Fifteen hundred dollars. Then I would be gigging after parties every night just to pay mortgage. You know? Wow. Yeah. So, it, and I've already, I'd already established myself in these towns. We'd go to Little Rock, I'd play. We'd go to Tulsa, we'd play. We'd go to Dallas. I'm after. So I was, I was doing all right. And then you, you started touring with
0: him in what 2013? 2010. 2010. Yeah, twelve years. Twelve years. Yeah. So now how is the business is? How is it now? That's how great. do you how do you organize it though? What do you you mean? get you get 50% upfront?
2: No, no. Or you get everything up front? I get every every Wednesday I get a wire from Live Nation after tour.
1: Do you have merch?
2: Ah, yeah, buddy. I own, I own companies. That's buddy. that's where it's at. You got you got to get your shit right as a DJ. That's where it's at.
1: Wait, wait. Expand
0: on this a little bit more.
2: I, I mean I you, I could sell your t-shirt or I can start my merch company and sell my merch and buy the merch from me and sell it.
0: Wait, wait! You have a merch company?
2: Absolutely. <laughs> wait, wait! But I, I have many hats, brother. The average millionaire has seven forms of income.
0: Yeah, yeah. But explain. When did you start this merch company?
2: After the first year, when I realized I was come out of pocket gross amounts ten, eleven thousand dollars worth. The of first crap. when you first went on tour with Jason. Yeah, and I'm I'm only after all the bills are paid. I'm making fifteen hundred bucks.
0: Okay, but, were people asking you for a DJ Silver T-shirt? Yeah, it's hot commodity, bro
1: yeah so you're <laughs> no, no, no so you're you're DJ you, I'm
2: saying where did this start from where did this well I just walked like? in and they, and they were just I just see when I walk into a room and I was like this is cool we're making money here but how do I take here here and how do I circle this and how what what are other forms of income I can do here right and it's just the way in my mindset's always been and I saw Jason selling 150 200 thousand dollars a night in merch I said bro can I throw a t-shirt up he's like you get two t-shirts but you got to match my price so you like, bro, yeah. So I designed the T-shirt. So the second time you
0: went on tour, you had T-shirts. Two right?
2: T-shirts by the second week. The second. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: Fuck. So you saw this early. You're like, All yes, right. sir. Yeah. Oh wow.
2: So now you know I own a cash. I own a clothing company called Cashville Hooligans, and I also do uh, my tour merch as well.
0: All right. So like the second Dog. week, you got your tour stuff up. Mm-hmm. And how many did
2: you sell? Dude, the first couple of weeks, I mean, it was gangbusters like 10 you know what i mean it 10. was like yeah but and now it's like you know we got immersed guys like how much we slain some cotton tonight and he's like yeah man you did 1500 bucks tonight you did and there's some cities where you just don't sell we know what going into it but there's some cities we know we're like stock up on hoodies it's gonna be cold it's double up tonight
0: oh so 12, it's, it's 12, a science 12 years in right mm-hmm. when did you so you're still moving
1: steadily Absolutely. And, and your name gets a little bigger and then you're selling more and more, and
2: more. You, that's the goal, you hope, right? Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. What are you selling now? Still two t-shirts or are you selling no. CDs or what are you selling you now? No, I never sold CDs, but uh uh CDs? What do we from? Singles I know, kind yeah,
0: yeah, yeah no singles. 20 <laughs> <laughs> when did the iPod come out? No, no. No.
1: <laughs> Cricket, you'd be surprised Middle America is behind years. Straight facts. You turn that clock back ten years when you play in Nashville Bro, really? So the CDs are hot uh, in Albuquerque, can you make I mean
2: I mean I don't know about all that. I'm with you, and but, said they're hot, like mother. <laughs> they're hot. That's what you hang for the fucking <laughs> mirror. Can't yeah. keep yeah. It hot, right? them stock. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it, the, it's funny. So in Austin, I would say, you know, you can't pay me what I know I want to make mm-hmm. because the DJs were making hundred bucks a night. I said, charge a ten dollar cover. I'll give a mixtape, and I'll sell five, make five bucks as mine. Dude, we went through like fifteen thousand mix CDs. That so that was just another hustle at the front door. Mm. Damn, man. It's just, it's just trying to get what i thought i was worth and so
0: depending on what city you're in you could sell anywhere from 10 t-shirts or two like three four hundred yeah. three four hundred mm-hmm. so wh- wh- where what city do you sell the most merch
2: um texas is always big for me um arkansas is big tennessee because we're home uh, alabama moves them wow. well, you go upstate new york you might Nah, you don't even move a a lot you know what i mean cool Ten. Right. You, <laughs> you go to california you're you not selling a lot um uh, Arizona's like middle middle of the way. The Wichita cans. Anything with an American flag on it is going.
0: So because you started Oh, that's good. because you started this merch, started making merch the second week of this tour mm-hmm. with Jason. Mm-hmm. Now you have a merch company. Yeah, man. So when you're making merch for friends or like other I just businesses? I just
2: buy it for myself basically. So okay. I designed the shirts, we put it in, we and we process the whole thing. Now I'm going to I'm going to blow your mind here. So I hooked up with a company in Las Vegas where I don't have to put any money in advance on my shirts and I can have up to say 200 designs and it prints to order and we split the merch cost
0: right they're doing it like dtg
2: direct to garment and i don't have it's 100 percent profit
0: if y'all don't know what dtg is direct to garment it's not screen print it's literally like an inkjet printer that's it that prints on apparel
2: that's it and so yeah there's no risk
0: there's like you know when you when you screen print mm -hmm. you have to pay for them to burn screens that's right there has to be a minimum there's you know there's Ink involved. They have to mix the colors to like match what. That's like right. if you have your face on there, they have to match the skin tone. That's right. They have to do all this manual then labor. You're stuck
2: with tons of like extra merch you're not going to sell. Right. So, so we just come in and so it's say the $40 dollars a t shirt. Let's cut it down the middle. I'll take fifteen dollars pure profit t shirt any day of the week. Okay. And no overhead.
0: So you have a merch hustle.
2: Yeah, man. Got it. Okay.
0: That's interesting. Where did, I, you, where did you get this hustle mentality? I just because uh, not everyone would think I'm going to make merch. Yeah, on the second week of tour. Well,
2: after this, I hope they do. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go.
0: But you did you did you, were your parents like entrepreneurs? Did you get I, this hustle from somebody? Uh,
2: I, I mean, not really. My dad's a truck driver. Mom was a school teacher. So it's like I just uh, I just always wanted to, more than I have, more than I had, more than I could get. More the word no just ticks me off, man. So I was like, let's go. That's
0: that's yeah. interesting.
2: That's how I got my first record deal. <laughs> sure. Explain yeah. that. Well, just try being a DJ in country music when you're taking Alabama. Dixieland Delight mixing you call your boys Nappy Roots and they come in and do the song for you and it's it's millions of downloads on
0: what's what's great is that you are like the premier DJ in like in your I don't know genre it's you're you're such a niche yeah in your re in your realm right And it's just just, how long were you dominating alone you're almost like Nicki Minaj in the 2000s (laughs) she had like (laughs) she had no no competition competition. you had like no competition right
2: um, I just, I, you know, as far I don't know, I, I, now you see, that's a good idea. Kind of let's put a DJ on, but it was, a, it was probably five, six years before anybody else tried it mm. because I'm telling you the Twitter trolls are rolling when I first started doing it, you know, like how, what in the living hell is this guy doing out of here? This guy, mama should have killed him when he was little, you know, and he's ruining country music God, dang. and all I was trying to do uh, was open that genre up for people like y'all that wouldn't give it a chance to give it a chance. Maybe, maybe you recommend. So
0: there's, there's people that don't like you integrating yeah. country music and hip hop. Oh
2: yeah, absolutely. Wow. Wow! Even now? Absolutely. Wow. I, feel, I feel bad for people that only listen to one form of music. You're missing an entire life of memories. So
0: if you're in Nashville and you try to like, let's say, you know, I don't know, drop a mashup with FNF and, and like, you know, mm-hmm. and, and like some country music song. Kill it. You think it, it, would, it yeah. would do well?
2: Yeah. Nashville, Nashville on a Tuesday is most cities on a Saturday. There's people from all over the world coming in to party.
0: Okay. What, what are, is there certain cities that you got to be careful with?
2: Yeah, um anywhere on the West Coast, you got to know you got to know the West Coast music pretty strong cuz they're proud you West Coast is proud of their music. New York's proud of your music. You know what I mean? Right, right. So you got to have your your respect game if that makes any sense. You come in, and you're going to do you, but but you got to give them theirs. I learned that in Trinidad when we went, and went in I had You went to Trinidad? I played it. Oh, I want to hear this story. I no, walked man. in in <laughs> this beautiful club and I just got in, man. I was just doing me, just getting down all I could. And the guys like he's Soka. I'm like Oh boy, and I don't. Uh, but I, I started just download. I started playing the music and l- earned the respect. That was the one I realized is, I don't care who you are, who you think you are. You've got to give that crowd something if you want something back. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, and you know, and and to see the music, it was it's infectious. You know, go to Rio and see Carnival, and and you just got to learn from every type of music. Just listen to your podcast the other day about the reggaeton. I was like, I'm in, man. I, I've got a hole in my game. Let's close it up.
0: Right. It's interesting. You say you you got to give for yeah. them to get for you to get a little bit.
2: I want to leave here, friends, but I want I want you to know who I am, and yeah. I want to know who you are.
0: I feel like sometimes maybe not maybe outside of the open format realm of DJs, I feel like some of these DJs who are like you know big names and they've they've made a name for themselves in production. Mm-hmm. I feel like they they expect the crowd to
2: worship to cater to them, right? Mm-hmm. They play They're playing their twelve songs whether right. you want it or not.
0: But only open format DJs truly understand that. It's like I got to I gotta win their love mm-hmm. first. I got to yeah. give them something. And then I could show them a little bit of who I am. Yeah, And then, you know, maybe they'll accept me.
2: I feel like we're all the same. It's like you when you're playing a record, you can feel the energy come out of the room a little bit. And you want to put that energy back in. So whatever that record didn't hit for whatever reason, don't be afraid to change that record.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It, and, w- what's the like, I don't know. What? I don't want to like... Uh, you know, speak on like, you know, your negative moments in, yeah. in, in your career, but what was the toughest city where you had to like adjust and even to this day, you know, like sometimes yeah. if you bomb in a city, you have like this, um, I don't know, like this fear. Oh yeah, yeah, like, San, Diego. Know, you, <laughs> it's
2: <just> San Diego. Is this San Diego? I would say I would tell you probably my worst. And you know, meanwhile, yeah. San, is it, San Diego's my favorite city. Dude, not here. mine too, but at the end of the day, I was like, that's when I learned, man, you better have your West Coast guns cocked. Uh, Temple Nightclub, in, is that San Francisco? Yeah mm-hmm. So they booked oh, me Oh Temple Yeah Wow They booked me And I mean I'm downstairs I was, I was originally supposed to be in the main room And some guy from I still this day Don't know who this cat is They rescheduled He's a big house DJ from Germany or something They're like Silver so will you play downstairs like shit yeah I'll go play downstairs and,
0: and and then downstairs is like a low ceiling Dark ass room
2: Yeah like a true hip hop room it's like, yeah. yeah yeah True west coast hip hop room Well it, it
0: reminds me of New York it, It's like a sweat box And nobody yeah. told me that Yeah but nobody told like, me. Like, you don't want to be there, like, in a gunfight or yeah. anything, right? Uh-huh. You're, like, trapped down there. <laughs> no.
2: I knew I was in trouble when the guy behind me put a bottle of Henny on the table. I was like, oh, yeah. shit. Oh, shit. And this is true. <laughs> I, but I'm, I'm doing me just party rock. They're
0: very Bay Area.
2: Very, That
0: Bay. room, I mean, I don't know what it is now, mm-hmm. but uh-huh. back, it
2: was so Bay Area. Nobody tells me this. No, know yeah. this. And so I'm thinking, I think a Bay Area E40 in the click, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We might go back to the hotel for a second or something. You know what I mean? Hit a little too short. Bro. No, 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 that, no. You got to go deeper. And uh, and the guy's like, never seen this much energy in the room. And I felt like I'm doing something. And this guy behind me was, probably, God knows how much he spent on this table. He starts rattling off rappers I have never heard of in my life. I was like, oh, boy. But <laughs> shit. But you learned that day. That day, I thank God for the internet. <laughs> I just downloaded originals, dropping, You know, just giving them what they want. Oh, shit. But I, I mean, that is a valuable lesson. When you walk in, you know that city. Respect that city.
0: You have such a humble approach. No, why it, what, wouldn't
2: we play music for a living? Other people's music. No, no, but there's
0: got to be some fucking, you know, there's got to be a chip on your shoulder that gets yeah. you upset about some of this shit or frustrated or anything. I, I or? just,
2: you know, I, I I'm about the only thing that really pisses me off when people kind of talk shit and don't know me. You know what I mean? But it's like, give me a chance with me. I promise I'll be your friend. <laughs> and if you don't like me, fuck you. It's your fault. I just want you to know. I'm a good guy. Yeah, well, I met him. Yeah.
1: He was the sweetest guy in the world. We're uh, Hanging out at Red Tail, watching the UFC fight. That's was, it. Pull up. Yeah. 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 You know, like, uh,
0: I had to learn a lot when I moved, first moved to Vegas is that you don't know who the fuck is going to talk shit to you, but yeah. you got strangers just talking shit to you All in Vegas. All the time.
2: I always walk up with the guard. They might say I'm the worst DJ in the world. They might say whatever, but they're not going to say I wasn't nice to you.
0: What's a room that you never get to play that you would love to play?
2: Uh, Darren, South Florida. Just won't even book me. <laughs> wait, wait, I can <laughs> play in front of 45,000 people that day and try to do an after party. They're like, I don't know, man.
0: What is the? Where is it? Darren's. Darren's I've never even heard
2: of this. It's a great club. You, I, I'm,
0: I'm going to tell you, man. Mm. You've named like four to five cities I've never heard of.
2: Let <laughs> me put you on tour, bro. Your <laughs> first Korean
0: country. I feel like, like-
2: <laughs> <laughs> I that's the like that- sub job. I felt it. Will you t- hey, we see if that's trademark.
0: <laughs> I, I feel like that would be like an amazing um, TV show. Yeah, it's, it's just a, me and Never on tour. A reality show. Yeah, reality show. So, it's just me and Never on tour. With silver, Midwest swinging. Like, <laughs> I feel like
2: we can write a song. Never
0: imagine you in like an arena with all these country fans, <laughs> and you have to pill, you, have, you, have, you have to juggle. It's like these challenges, like a reality show challenge. Like, can you hold down this arena? With I don't know how many usually, like twenty thousand
2: at least. Yeah, yeah. 20, I, would, I would definitely need silver nope. help. <laughs> 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 I promise you, you'd win. You, you'd look at me like, bro, what is this? I'm. It's like I just say, drop that.
4: Do you think you could do it? Like I said, I would need his help. Maybe if you gave me the right songs, five yeah. minutes
2: with me, you can
0: do it. Okay, in your in your opinion, how long would it take for you to be like, I'm good. I, I, I'm good at this. Like, I, like to get
1: in the groove of everything. I would how say many one days? gig. I would say one gig for now. One gig? Yeah, he because because when he did he did Texas and I I sent him a bunch of Spanish songs. He knew what he was doing after one gig with those parents. This is
2: a great DJ. I'm not saying this, but your your music knowledge is. Mm-hmm. Like I listen to you talk in this podcast about music sometimes. It's crazy. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a it's a library. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't like, remember what I had for lunch. Yeah. No, he, he's like an idiot savant. <laughs> I am. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Way yeah. 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 <laughs> right, to give yourself credit. I, also, I <laughs> also think you take enough pride. Idiot <laughs> <Any, any>, <laughs> savant. Yes. But, perfect. Oh, could anyone in this room spell savant? <laughs> but I think you're good enough to do, and I think you've taken a pride in what you do where you're like... I'm gonna figure this out. I'm gonna yeah. walk in and I'm gonna represent right. myself the highest way possible. Well, he has,
0: Well, it's ego, right? You, yeah, you need to have that ego where you're not gonna let, you know, like anything, like kind of bring you down. Yeah, like, exactly. I just not yeah. This is not gonna affect
4: you. Don't ever want to leave a room right. going,
2: "Damn, I fucked that up." Yeah, yeah. and I we've think, all done it. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, and if
0: it happens, yeah, you just gotta do better next time,
2: so it, it won't happen it. again.
0: I think it just gets complicated when certain cities don't fuck with certain country music. I don't know if that if it happens like that. Yeah. No. Yeah. But you know what I mean. Like. Yeah. Like, a lot of, like, I remember Cali, I started seeing this in the early 2000s. You'd be
2: shocked the size of country music in California. Really? Yeah. Well, we
0: what I'm talking about is, like, if I go, like, if I would hear Cali DJs in New York, mm-hmm. and they're trying to play Cali hip-hop in yeah, New York, yeah. and I'm ah, like, oh, this is not going over. Mm-hmm. And then, like, New Yorkers would come to Cali, And they they try to play what they think is Cali like a Cali set. It's
2: almost insulting because that's what you think of me. Yeah, it's like
0: I like I can't like I hear so many LA dudes talk shit about New York DJs that come into LA, and they're like, "Why are you playing this Dr. Dre LA set? Like we don't want to hear this shit." (laughs) Like, we don't want to hear... And I'm I, sitting in there loading up the tracks going, bro, I can't wait to drop this shit tonight. I think they're always like, uh, why is every New Yorker coming to LA and dropping going back to Cali Biggie? Like, we don't want to hear that shit. Like, nobody wants to hear that shit.
2: I, I'm, I'm on that side. I was like, dude, this, this is my 1230 banger. We're twisting the crowd with this one tonight.
0: But is there shit like that with country music?
2: I, I, yeah, well, I feel like country as a whole, we can go anywhere and that same stuff works. Is that but what it, you're asking?
0: Well, I'm asking like, I don't know, like maybe... One artist, they'd be like Nashville or one one state or city. They'd be like, you can't play that artist here. No, no, no. There isn't anything like
2: that. I don't know of one place that I go that I can't play something like that. It's
0: only with hip hop, then what the fuck?
2: There's no, there's no beef. There's no fights. So, so. Yeah. yeah, you think it's only with hip hop? <laughs> think it's right? only hip hop? Yeah. Why is that? I mean, I'm there's not, country people I won't play because I don't like them, but it's like, but it's not because the city doesn't want to hear it.
1: Are you like you don't like them personally? Yeah. Oh,
2: shit. Yeah, absolutely.
1: But I feel like country music is like, everybody kind of works it together.
2: For the 99th percentile of it, yes, sir.
1: I feel like there's no So you saying
2: there's never any beef on country music? I feel like there's no. I didn't no. say that. <laughs> I didn't, but I was just like, there's. There, of course, everybody's going for that same brass ring. They're going for that yeah. number one spot on the record. Everybody, if you're not competitive, like Thomas Rhett was like, I love him. But right now, he's my competition. I got to beat him. And I, I felt that because it was like, Thomas a nice human being in the world, but he wasn't number one spot on the record that week. That's where he wanted to go. He's got to take down Brett Young.
0: Mm-hmm. So when you were in the DJ um, country music realm, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe some other DJs started emerging. Yeah. Were you all cool with it? Yeah. Or did you feel some of them were I taking? I felt like it? I
2: started something. You know. Okay.
0: You weren't feeling like they were taking some of your shit? Or
2: no, I mean, like to this day, they still take some of my mixes or remixes and put them up on TikTok and act like they're doing it. I'm like, that's cool, bro. <laughs> <laughs> i'll take it as a compliment
1: spiciness
2: no i'm in bro it's not spicy it's, it's like good for you because 10 years ago you're like that dude's fucking crazy why would you do that you know and it's like now it's kind of cool to come up pop up you know wait what do we mean like 10 years ago that would have been crazy 10 years ago if i had to drop you know i'll drop a remix of uh, eminem i'll just keep using i'll use another luke bryan song yeah that song um uh, don't Want This Night to End is the same song as Teo Cruz Dynamite. The exact same song. And you put those things together when those songs come out. Wait,
0: there was like something about that, I think. They the took the whole melody or it's something.
2: It's the exact right? same song. Wow. I mean, down to... Um, and I could go deeper, but I don't think you know those records. I'm just trying to go top pop. You know what I mean? Yeah, but
0: let's play it. I'll, I'll fucking look
2: it up. What yeah, look, it? look up Don't Want This Night to End by Luke Bryan. Put your hands
3: up. You're rocking. Set on cruise control I'm slowly losing hope Of everything I've got You're looking so damn hard, And I don't know What road we're on oh,
2: where we've
3: been From staring
2: Wait, did he get in trouble for this? No, no Everybody needs inspiration, bro <laughs> <laughs> you I hear it? Dude, I'm, I'm add the claps here. to it It's the same song Now play now, now. Play. Do you have an instrumental to Tao Cruise? Yeah Play it it's five BPNs faster, one in one key off. Oh,
0: shit. Shit. I didn't notice that. All right. So, like, you'll hear that now. You Before, you would do that and people would think you're crazy.
2: Yeah. Wow. It just did. Because the people that were listening to the, that were not listening to that. The Spotify's, the playlist, the. Apple Music of the world we're not there yet. So all these up and coming DJs in country music, they look up to you. Do they? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Do they pay homage? Like like they always tag me, you know, DJ Silver inspiration or thanks bro, they'll send me the, I I think the biggest compliment is when somebody'll send me a remix they did just say, "Dude, check it out. What do you think?" You know? Mm. Because uh, it just it just shows that they're putting in the work, and they and they and they felt something too, you know.
0: Yeah. So who are, who are some of your favorite peers right now, or DJs in country music? That you...
2: Um, like, uh, DJ Rock travels with Luke Bryan, some of my best friends. Um, and you know, and uh, there's they're all over. Uh, got a DJ Backdraft. All he works for me on my radio show. I've got a sign- uh, syndicated radio show, seventy something stations nationwide. It's almost ten years in. Wow. Um, and you do that every week? Yeah, five hours. Yeah. Wow. And it's live. Uh, well live on Tuesday we played on Saturday <laughs> yeah, <it's camp.
4: laughs> wait so, uh, so I have a question yeah, so man. Jason is he the first um country artist to have a DJ facts
1: yeah dance so you're the first country DJ mm-hmm.
4: on. Yeah. so right now how many um DJs are traveling with musicians so uh,
2: Dirks has a DJ a damn um, Luke has a DJ DJ rock um, jelly's got a DJ with him um they're just popping up everywhere. I mean, I don't know them, but like the ones personally. But every festival, every fair has, every NASCAR race now has a DJ. Why is it that
0: oh. Jason felt the need to have a DJ?
2: Because there was dead time between the acts, and he felt like when you walked into a concert, we've all been there, then like uh, the support act would go on, then the headliner would come on, that mm-hmm. 30 minutes of just Silent. bullshit. You're killing your drink cells, you're killing your merch cells. They're walking onto a cold stage. My job every night is to have Aldine walk onto a hot stage.
0: So, typically, all these other artists would have had nothing. It would have been dead air. It would it's have been it's the front
2: of house guy picking his favorite music to play in between. It's like going to Kroger. You know, you don't want to hear it. It's going to Kroger. So,
0: now to this day, is it more, is it like, are there more DJs for a lot of these artists? Yeah,
2: everybody. Now? Every big tour has a DJ on it. Thomas Redd has a DJ. All everyone, yeah. Wow.
0: So it you just, guys were kind of you're like you've broken the you're mold. You're like the in Jackie it. Robinson. Though. <laughs>
2: that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Slide into second base number forty two. Let's go. <laughs> you
4: know, I heard from front of <laughs> the DJ's.
0: Shit. No, I mean, that's, a, that's a crazy reference. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great reference. Bro. I'll take it. He was one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So you've broken all these boundaries in country, right?
2: Yeah, accidentally, I guess. Right?
0: Yeah. I mean, just doing what you do.
2: But I did it, which I didn't think anything was weird or different about it. Mm.
0: So even like now, are there still, there's not as many issues with what you do with mixing hip hop. I mean, I remember there was like this little Nas X thing, right? Yeah. When he had Old Town Road.
2: Yeah. And then. I um, think that was just because it was overplayed. And Billy Ray Cyrus jumped on the record. That's great, well, it wasn't a hit until Billy Ray hit it. Billy Ray got on it. But I feel like that was just, you know, you heard your favorite just record on the radio that this overplayed the shit out of it. And you don't want to play it ever again. I don't even have a copy of Old Town Road.
0: But how did you feel about that record?
2: I loved it because it crossed over genres. It crossed over a new fan base. It's, yeah, yeah. Anything you do in this world, if you're not expanding your fan base and grabbing out of different pools of people, you're not you're not doing your job.
4: So, I got. Do you think they should have pulled it off the country charts? No, not at all. They did pull it then. Yeah, they took it off the country yeah. charts because uh, yeah. it was like rising. It was like heading to number one.
2: No, it was. It took. It took over the country charts. Mm-hmm. It was one of those, like you go in for number one in country music. It could take months. You, you could put a pop record out, that Joker could be number one next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And that was on the trajectory to do what pop music was doing in country. And I think the people that run country labels and country radio didn't want to almost lose control of it, maybe? I don't know. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you feel like it was a race thing?
2: No, I don't. No, I don't. You know, and, and another record I thought that was not country that hit country was the Vici song.
1: Uh, Wake, we, Wake a- Me Up.
2: Oh. That was on every, then they just pulled that.
1: Oh they pulled that oh, too. The mm. Hey
2: brother. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but that I was mean, that was the second single. But that's right? not comparing apples and oranges. Little Nas X was a banger.
4: But I didn't realize they pulled that from the country charts as well. Absolutely. Oh, okay.
2: I'm sorry.
0: So like it, like I love country music um <laughs> documentary movies.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> been <laughs> like, on a couple of those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Johnny no, Cash?
0: <laughs> but, no, but I love like Crazy Heart. Mhm. Uh um I I love I love the ones like about Patty Patty, what's it? Patty Smith? I was going to say Patty LaBelle, not that. <laughs> Patty, <laughs> Patty Loveless?
2: <laughs> huh? Patty P- Loveless?
0: No, nah, like all those early, like um, uh, Coleman Oh, Cole yes. Yeah, yeah. See, like, I love those, those movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. But it always seems like there was this, like, Council, the people who either made you a star, if you
2: oh, they had like the hierarchy, the the rank. If
0: you sh- if you performed on their stage, you could of, um, of made it. With the Grand Ole Opry, yes, Opera, the yeah. Grand Ole yeah, Opry, still a thing. Yeah. And you pay for it's free. It's still a
2: thing. <laughs> you you play for free. It's
0: like the Grammys
2: of. It's it it is the uh, what am I trying to say? Do you uh, trying to find a place in hip hop like Apollo? Still, like it's the Apollo like the Apollo? Yes, it's like the the Apollo Theater for country <laughs> oh, music. Wow. Yeah, that's still a thing now. It's, it's going on tonight, and it's sold out. Damn the Grand Ole Op- and you'll have the biggest names in the world walk on that stage. And so I, they can't just, even play with their band; they play with a house band.
0: Yeah. So I'm going to explain this a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's like you cannot make it in country music. Like, let's say you're a new artist and you're popping. Some doors are going to close. They're never going to open for you unless you play the Grand Ole Op- you need To
2: pay a homage to that stage, almost. you need
0: to you need to go there. You need to be invited or something, right?
2: It's 100% invitation. You
0: have to be invited. Otherwise, you're just seen as an outsider. Yeah. And all of these doors are closed. And they
2: can literally take, and not that they have, well, they have, but right. I, they can literally take a subpar artist and shine them on that stage and make them a feature straight.
0: And it, it was almost like a comedian in the 80s and 90s going on the Johnny Carson show. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That was it your just, platform. It, just, it was like, you didn't make it till you went to the Grand Ole Opry. Yeah. So I'm wondering, Ole it's like, with country music, you know, taking... You know, Avicii and uh, Little Nas X off the charts, it's because they haven't taken that step or that road. Is that, is that kind of involved or not really?
2: Well, I'll put it you know, just in personal experience. I put out records that have went number one in Canada. I've written records that have been big all over the world, but I've never had radio play in America. They won't play a DJ record on country radio. They won't. uh uh-uh. And that's still to this day. We meet with record labels, and my goal is to get a number one on country radio. And my guys back there like, fuck, get them to play something first. And I've put out great records, and you know, I don't mean that as arrogant as that sounds. You know, mm-hmm. I have made records. I mean, you should be proud of your shit. Yeah, yeah I've course. made records that I love, and I've made records that I think someone else would love, and it just don't matter.
0: But do you like? Do you think you need to get on the Grand Ole Opry? Is that even in your head or not?
2: No, nah? no. So the ship sailed to me. I, I would like. In early in your career, was that a thought, a possibility? It came up. Was like, hey, let's, What? How could we get silver in the Grand Ole Opry? Really, when, yeah. when was, when did that? When my Country Club record came out, uh, 2013. So 2013, 2014, it was just like, no one knew how to do it. I mean, I don't need your house band playing. I actually need them to go take a union break, you know? Let me do this. And also, I want to explain to you, the Opry, you, you, it, you sit there. They tell you to be quiet. Don't stand up. There's also a place called the Ryman in Nashville. It's called the Mother Church. It's the original Grand Ole Opry. All I wanted to do, I was like, you know, I played this. I want to play the Ryman. Well, I played the Ryman, and I never want to play the Ryman again. Really? People were standing up, clapping. The ushers were like, sit down, sit down. And I was oh. like, Oof, this ain't for me, man.
0: So it's like really like a time warp.
2: It is. It's, a, it's made for a guy with an acoustic guitar to get up and belt out his heart, play his song. Mm. It's not made for a good-looking dude like this and turntables. Bro. <laughs> I'm just kidding about the turntables, all right? <laughs> Take that back. Yeah. So
0: there's still, like, new country artists. Is there, like, kind of a revolution of, like, like new country artists that, like, we're not no. fucking with the Grand Ole Opry. We're going to do not. it our way. They're going straight they to the all, Grand They all play by the rules. That
2: is, that is the golden path to first base. Wow. Yeah. And That's... the biggest honor in this world as a country musician is to be part of the Grand Ole Opry. Yeah, because I, I to be like given a, um, I don't know, not a membership, but you're the next member of the Grand Old Opry. But you have your dues for the Grand Old Opry are big. That's an ask. It's like 50 something shows a year for free. And Wait, what? Yeah. And I don't know about you, but I'm not home 50 days a year. It's, it's big. So they'll do like a, week, a Friday night off, they'll do a four o'clock show, they'll do a five, seven, and a nine o'clock show. Wow. And they'll come and do like two songs.
0: And then you're doing, and then most of these artists are doing it for free, 100% for free.
2: But people are paying for tickets. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) What what kind
0: of pimp-ass hustle shit is this?
2: It's fucking crazy. (laughs) Teach me your ways, Padawan. (laughs) Is
0: there anything in the world that could do that?
2: Well, I think the money goes for a bigger cause. It's like, uh, you know. Yeah,
0: where's the
4: money going? The
2: Super Bowl does that. Hmm. That's true. The performance doesn't get paid. They don't, they don't get paid for performance. They have at the Super Bowl. to pay sometimes, it's right? A, it's titled to a charity, though. They, it goes to like, I know the one in LA, we did the Super Bowl in LA in Inglewood. It was went to an uh, inner city school developing Nikes and tennis shoes and clothing lines, yeah. and it was a give back program.
0: Okay. And the Grand Opry, what are they doing?
2: So they, um, they have the music, I don't know the names of this, but it's like a music foundation to help kids come up and play instruments, supply instruments, insurance for. People's family get hurt. Um, but it, it goes deep. Okay, okay. So it goes for a good. So cost. the money goes somewhere. They don't. Yeah, you can go. Pop- I mean, you can get on the website, I'm sure with the five hundred one c three p. Is that a bunch show. of
4: old people that's pocketing the
2: money? That no, I'm sure. I mean, <laughs> like maybe. I, I don't think that. I don't think that Bentley's running low on gas for those people. but Yeah,
0: that's crazy. There's nothing like that in hip hop, right? Mm-mm. Nothing. Nah,
2: nah, nah. These
0: OGs should have put something like that. It's together. a rite of
2: passage. It's a hundred percent. Yeah, they should.
0: They should have put something like that. Where they like kind of control, I don't know, it would have been bad, right? It would have been gatekeeping. I don't know. It's low key, that's gatekeeping, right? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. It's a hustle. So there's yeah. not one country artist that hasn't.
2: I don't know that. For, I can't speak you on can't that. You can't speak on but that. I've, but I do know that if they say, Jason Aldean, we need you tonight for the 50th anniversary of the Grand Ole Opry, he's, he said, yes, sir.
1: Wow. No questions asked. Not like, hey, I am booked in. Like, yeah, I'm in the.
2: So they got to cancel whatever they do. No, 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 if they're available. Oh. I mean, listen, everybody everybody knows somebody oh. now that's on gang- the schedule. I need you to cancel Madison Square Garden tonight and about 7 million dollars oh, of profit. Man. I need you to come see. gangster as fuck, man. Yeah.
0: Oh, I wanted to ask you about rodeo. Yeah. It, you know, how big is this event in Vegas? Massive. In the whole country.
2: This is, is it the one the of the world finals? It's the biggest thing in the world.
0: Biggest f- for rodeo.
2: Yes sir. Millions of dollars, the first place.
0: What is it? We used to, we call it the rodeo convention.
2: Listen, this I'm not the right person to be talking on the. I don't. I've never been on a horse. I don't. I mean, whatever. <laughs> but these people get on these bulls and ride them, and like it's a thing. These dudes are worshipped. These athletes are worshipped. You walk into resorts where it's got a picture of Luke Bryan. It's got a picture of Tiesto. Somehow I got a picture of me. Then they got this cowboy pop up right out. Yep. Wow. Massive.
0: So what? I've never. Have you ever attended any of this shit? No. No, nah, never.
2: So it's just, I, it's, I played the PBR two week or first week in November, where that's so like the, supposed to be the meanest bulls in the world. Yeah, I actually DJ that thing, and these animals.
0: So wait, like in the dirt, like and like where? Yeah, man,
2: like in the middle of T-Mobile yeah. Arena, they had a lit up stage and had my little chunky ass out there DJing, and these, but literally these bulls are two thousand pounds. Yeah, they're moving like coming at you, yeah, Shh. like horns flying. They're they're pissed. So this is a big deal this week. Huge. This is every. Yellowstone enthusiast to every real cowboy in the world is here in Las Vegas this weekend. Wow. Like South Point is completely sold out. When's that happened? Do you know what I mean? Like MGM, Park MGM, Delano, Resorts World sold out. All three towers.
1: Right. Am I Gatsby this Saturday? I might need your help. I'm somewhere. there, buddy. Send me some send uh, What some time some. is it? What time do you play Saturday? 10 to 2. Easy. I'll I'm, come in. And are you going to go check him after. No, yeah. But the thing is, like, I'm going to need some uh, country got music you. for these folks. I got you. I'll text you. <laughs> but yeah,
2: I, I've seen you
4: play Gatsby this a few times. will sit right behind you. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: You could drop something w- at I
4: want to get a photo also, man. Some country music. <laughs> <By> <laughs> this
0: Wait, I asked him for the top five this year. Uh-huh. This
2: year?
1: Yeah. The, I the. want your top five records, new and classic anthems old that gotcha. would wear like the DMX party up in here yeah
2: easy person I, I mix them together DMX party up with uh, Body Like a Back Road Sam Hunt Body
1: Like
3: a Back Road Driving with my eyes closed I know every curve Like the back of my hand Doing 15 in a-
0: Body Like a What? Yeah. Body Like a Back, back Road? Okay. I'll I thought, give you that. I, I heard Body Like a Black Girl.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, my motherfuckers is
2: crazy. What well, part of Brooklyn was that song cut <laughs> in? <Yeah. laughs> and, you know, it's Sam, Sam Hits, like House Party. Sam Hunt kills it.
4: we <laughs> have
0: Does, I feel embarrassed. No, does, no. Like, does, like, I got friends in low pr- places still hit?
2: Massive. Massive. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's Garth, Garth a, Brooks. That's a throwback. It's yeah. a Garth Brooks song. Jason Aldean, She's Country. Country. She,
3: from her cowboy boots to her down home room, she's country. From a song she plays to the prayer she prays. That's the way she was born and raised. She ain't afraid to stay. Country. Brother, she's country.
2: Luke's got several songs out. Newer, newer country. I love like the uh, John Parties, the Thomas Ritts, which mm-hmm. I know you don't know who they are, but it's like John Parties, like West Coast country. Every West Coast cowboy you play that that dance floor is like fifty cent in the club the first time.
0: So I got a question: If I go onto a site, are they going to have the extended or like remixes I, of these things?
2: I make them under a different name. Yeah, you do. Uh huh. Oh shit. Yeah. What's the other name? Well, I mean, it's on Club Killers. I'm Roadhouse. So wait,
0: you you were with DJ Icon from Vegas, mm-hmm. and you guys started. What was it like? An EDM,
2: ED, like a like a DJ duo for like dance clubs, country music infused. It's like where you put hip hop, southern rock meets yeah. party rock, bro. That's, With all of that, yeah. You guys still do it? Well, Icon got sick. I don't know if you know that.
0: No, I didn't. Oh, he had
2: liver disease. <gasps> so we got the record deal. We flew in. And we cut the first record. We came out during the pandemic. We cut all the videos. And he called me one day, and, uh, and I, I feel like I can speak on this because yeah. one of my best friends. And he just like, Hey, I gotta quit like, bro, what, what do you mean? Wait, you wait, when quit? did this happen? Uh, during like soon as like, uh, we put out the record, the September of the pandemic. So it was 2020. Yeah. So it was maybe January of the next year. Last year. Wow. And he was just, he just kept getting distant from me. Like he wasn't updating the side. He wasn't, I was like, icon man, you got to work with me because I've got a steam here. I've got music. We produce, we're, we're, we're right. records. And, and, uh, and he's like, I gotta talk to you. And he goes, I've got to, I'm. I'm sick. I'm like, how sick? I mean, do you need to see me, call me Tuesday? He's like, no, no. I'm like going on dialysis sick. Oh. So he had to stop DJing and do his nine to five. And oh, I had wow. to put roadhouse on hold. Now it's, I've got another guy, but, but it's icon was my guy, man. Yeah. Icon. I could literally say, or, you know, take over. You got it. He could rock that club to yeah. literally not playing at all.
0: Is he okay now? No,
2: he's good. He just can't drink. He can't, uh, Staying on his feet too long. He's still doing his thing at feature here in Vegas. Like yeah, I'm gonna yeah, meet yeah. up with him probably tomorrow. But oh, wow. He's doing good. Uh yeah, he seems happy, you know.
0: Yeah, I haven't mm-hmm. seen him or I haven't you know, seen him like, since the pandemic.
2: Like yeah. Yeah, it's been I mean me, Almost might, two years. might be on. even
0: longer for me. I haven't seen him in a few
2: years, but Yeah, that's shit. that's kind of when I we went from daily to like, bro, text me back, you know? Yeah, yeah. After the pandemic mm-hmm. now I knew what he was going through, now I know why. Oh, I'm, know? So, I'm sorry to
0: hear that. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so he had, I really I'm you know.
2: Then they gave me the gig for all home Raiders games, and so I said I can't be there for all games. There's a couple. Do you want to do it? He's like, no, I don't even want to get back into it. Wow, oh, shit. Yeah,
0: I mean, uh, yeah. Shout to Icon, man. Yes. That's my dude, man. Yeah, like
2: for yeah, real, yeah, like. Uh, well, no, he was. A, he's a, a, one of the best DJs you ever heard, but he's that much better of a human being.
4: Yeah. Yeah. yeah great guy. Yeah. He's, he's, Took care of me a couple of times. Many Ooh.
0: nights.
2: <laughs> Many nights, yeah. Many nights. Hey. Make sure I got home. He's
0: taking care of me, too, <laughs> as
4: well. We were, we
2: were not the, each other's voice of reason, buddy. We both liked tequila. It was great.
0: Yeah. I mean, we, when we were, like, hanging out with Icon, it was definitely, like, the most, like, like, I don't know, like, definitely most degenerate times. Oh, but great times. In the, in the, like, in the DJ world, when, like, in, in Vegas. The we DJ booth
2: so, at Jewel, when we would play there. It was just nothing but a bunch of dudes and tequila and Icon just smiling from head to head. Oh, yeah,
4: man.
0: I'm thinking even way back.
4: Like, I'm thinking like, about like um, Jet, Jet, yeah. was it, man. Yeah. Bank, like, and,
2: on Bank, yeah, on Bank, definitely.
0: Yeah, everyone was going hard. Bank yeah.
2: Sundays. Mm-hmm. That was some good times.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm uh, yeah, I'm sorry to hear that, man. Yeah, me I'm, too. I'm,
2: I, I, and he's in a good place now. He's he's back yeah, to yeah. healthy, but he he's had to change dietary restrictions and he's had to get back right to mm-hmm. to life and being a being a dad and a husband. You know.
0: Man, it's it's heartbreaking to hear, man. Yeah. Because uh, you never really hear about something like that taken away because of yeah. your health. Yeah. yeah, no, no. And he doesn't he doesn't deserve that.
2: No, he's he's one of the good guys. That whatever reason it just wasn't the cards for him. But he he's one of the guys that deserved to be able to Google his net worth.
0: Right. Mm. That's um, damn. Yeah, I mean, that's great. I mean, I'm glad he's doing well. Yeah, he's not dead, boy,
2: yeah. so, you know, he's going to no, get to no, see no, it, no. You, <laughs> know. Just, you don't really hear about it, then it's you that, hear about it out of yeah.
1: nowhere.
2: That's how I felt when it hit me at first. I just kind of like, bro. So I'm, I'm just I'm, processing it. If someone
0: yeah. told me or, like, if there was a decision for you to make that you can't DJ anymore.
2: Or the yeah. decision was taking away from you. Yeah, taken away, yeah. Taken taken away, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm yeah. saying,
0: like, you yeah. have to kind of, like, tell yourself, like, I can't yeah. do this anymore. And I think that's mm. – I'm – uh I'm thinking about that and it's...
2: Just think about the income you know, that pulled away from you.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, even... Just income,
2: if you're looking selfishly, just look at the money because it takes your family's lifestyle. I think, I think
0: it goes beyond... I mean, yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I don't have a family. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's a, that's a different like yeah. worry, definitely. Mm-hmm. But I think more than the money, I think it's just, like, all of these... The, just the years, yeah. the sweat, the energy, the effort, the that's sacrifices right. you made, and then to have it pulled away and then, you know, have to redirect...
2: And at the end of the day, and we're now, all addicted to that spotlight. Yeah.
0: That yeah, I mean, yeah. I feel like yeah, we're addicted to that oh. reaction when we hear the, the crowd yeah. yelling or just oh. going off. Yeah, or have, just connecting with the crowd with me, just purely right. through music and energy. That's right. Yeah. yeah.
2: High. Yeah. That's it. He yanked away from you in a matter of a phone call. Right. When we're setting up to go on world tours.
1: Right.
0: That's uh, that threw me back, man. That's that's yeah. crazy. So wait, so you guys started this.
2: So hey. I walked in, got us a record deal. <laughs> so I got it my second record deal for Roadhouse. And wow. uh, and I called, and Kalika was with me, my partner in Blackout Artist. I yeah. Called, and I said, I think.
0: You're a part of Blackout Artist yeah. with Kalika. Yeah. I didn't know
2: that. So she, you Kalika, started by it by with, black, with Kalika, right? I did. So she was working for Scam Artists at the time. And Kalika was always my, I always say this Kalika Mokwin is a unicorn in the city. Mm. I'd, and I'd have her book me, and I would just meet her at, Delano breakfast and I just slide her an envelope full cash that's how it was like and there she's like come to scam I was like I'm not in the scam artist business I'm in the Kalika business so she had I think Karma Booza Q Icon Icon Shifty he was put, she was pushing Shifty around a little bit yeah. yeah a very basic five or six staples in Las Vegas mm-hmm. and I said I'm going to come in with you I'm going to take this I'm going to bring 30 of my favorite open format DJs in the world in and we're going to put New York LA or New York Nashville Vegas I'm going to put you on the map So I took it, but the catch to blackout artists is so if you book me for 10 grand to play tonight, I'm paying commission, I'm paying taxes. I'm paying William Morris. I my agent. I'm paying red light and then I'm taking home 25, 30% of this off the knock. So with blackout artists, it's not an exclusive artist. It's for a DJ agency for DJs. I want you to hustle, but I want to add to it. So you call me and say, I'm 5k tonight. You're making five grand. Whoever books you is paying me your commission.
0: Oh, so you're putting the commission on top. You're uh-huh. adding the commission on top No, just of say, the, I of the fee.
2: I just say, here's the gig. Here's what he pays me. Here's what you're going to charge me. To, here's what I'm going to charge you to set this up.
0: Okay. That's a different way of doing it. Yeah.
2: Time for us to win, boys. Yeah. So oh. wait. <laughs> I feel like it's a show in
0: row yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but shout to Kalika.
2: That's uh, it. And, and yeah. thank you for her believing in me. Uh-huh. And, and literally, it was just, you know, I've got uh, 30 DJ shows this week. My DJ's in here this week.
0: So is is blackout? So let's let's talk mm-hmm. about blackout artists. When did blackout artists start? Because it's a DJ agency, right?
2: Mm-hmm. It's it's a non exclusive DJ agency. I don't have a contract with anybody. I want you to go out. I want you to play. I want you. I don't. I don't care who books you. I want to add to you, your hustle. Let me. You know, like I got a guy in Florida, DJ Brian Daw. I mean, he's he does this and this, but I send him 50, 60 gigs a year.
0: But w- when did this emerge? When when did blackout artists emerge? Like 2015? 2015.
2: 2015. There was
0: definitely like a time Mm -hmm. where like a bunch of agencies started popping up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At the, this is probably, and I could be wrong, so correct me. Mm -hmm. It was probably around or a few years after AM passed.
2: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And then
0: there was like, there was only, there was like certain, there was like what? um, There was Mm Dexstar. That's right. There was Scam Scam. Artist. Yeah. And there was Mood Swing.
2: Yeah. Right. There was mm-hmm. Mood I'm, Swing. I'm trying to think of, yeah. Who was uh, Kevin Scott's agency? Was yeah, it Dexter? Dexter. Dexter. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was AM's. Uh, yeah, that was so good. Dex- I just AM's.
2: ran into him in Nashville a couple weeks ago. Oh, you did? Yeah, what a Shout good one. Shout out dude. to Kevin Scott. Yeah, beast,
0: he, he keeps, uh, like, well, I, I need to reach out to him, but we've been wanting him on the podcast. But he's always like, I know I, I uh, in a couple months I'm setting something up. And I'm like, yo, uh, this motherfucker's lying. He's I not ain't. doing, he's not trying to come <laughs> My on. My pet peeve in this
2: world is get on a post and say, big thing's coming. Yeah, Fuck you, tell me.
0: <laughs> but there was these, there, when AM passed, it felt like something changed because all these EDM stars started coming up and there was like, open format took a side road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then the open format started coming back in like 2013, 14. Mm-hmm. So then all of these open format, Agencies started emerging again.
2: Was there a and part I, in time, didn't let me cut you off, this, speaking yeah. of that at that period, was there a part when you said your open format meant you were hip hop?
0: Yes. That's, when, yeah. well, that's well, how hip- Vegas did that. Well, hip hop didn't exist.
2: Yeah, you say, I'm an open format DJ, like, so you play hip hop. No,
0: Vegas doesn't like the hip hop word. That's
2: what I'm saying to you. Yeah. That's how they twisted that. I was like, no, no, I'm going to play Chili Peppers to. I was well, Presley tonight. Well, no,
0: it was like you were a taboo, right? Yeah. yeah. So you were a mashup DJ.
2: That's quote. That's it. Yeah.
0: So they, they didn't even want to call you a hip hop. Let's people. be
2: real, I was drunk. So. <laughs> <laughs> Do y'all remember that little Russian dude that sat next to the DJ booth that did the lights?
0: I, I never sp- spoke with him, but Brian, I remember I, there was a lighting guy. So he would
2: sit there and he'd take your drinks and he'd pour it in a bucket every night. And he said, This is what you would have drank tonight. And hold this pickle bucket up. And I was like, God damn, I'd have died. Yeah. I've never gotten that before. Yeah. No. Uh, maybe
0: before my time. <laughs> maybe I just had a <laughs> reputation. I don't
2: know.
0: <laughs> no, but I remember they didn't want hip hop DJs. That's right. Well, they couldn't say hip hop, right? Yeah, yeah. It was just mashup. Anyone, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I remember even getting yelled at when I started playing because I came from New York and we were playing, we were playing house. We were playing Bob Sinclair. Love it. Yeah. We were playing uh, David Guetta, mm-hmm. and uh, I would get yelled at by like Andrew Sasson or something. Yeah, right? yeah. And then he's like, only rock and hip hop mashup.
2: And it was perfect for me, cause that's what I did. Right. Yeah.
0: So then the mashup era hit, and then EDM hit. Mm. And then there was like open format. They didn't want to say hip-hop's back yeah. in the main rooms. Remember there was like a thing, yeah. like hip-hop's back in the main rooms, mm-hmm. and they coined it open, open format. format. Yeah. And so, but that's when a lot of these open format agencies started emerging, and I think Blackout Artist was one of them, right? Yeah, she started with a,
2: with a core five or six people, like I said. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Then I come in here, like a couple years later, and I said, instead of you making $200 DJs, Let's bring this in and make money. Yeah, and let's they, let's put the right people on. Kalika, she worked at Light Group too. That's how I met that's her. So right, Yeah, her and Colin would book me a Light. That's how I met you. Wow, that you don't remember. I was at school.
0: No, I'm, I did. Jesus, <laughs> you, <know, laughs> you know, like I don't remember a lot of. I shit. I get it. I get it. I right? don't remember a lot of shit, and I, I apologize.
2: No, 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 no. It's good. That's, because right. honestly, that was that's a really. It hurt ten minutes ago. No, no, no. No, 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 it doesn't <laughs> no, but I, I just want you to understand the moment of that. My tour is like. I said, "Well, crookeds was silver tonight." I
0: feel like you're lying. <laughs> no, I swear to you, I'm, I'm lying like,
2: about that part. But yeah. I walked over the bottle of tequilas. You yeah. like six or seven. I feel like
0: no one would care that I was there for real. Like no one would say that no. My,
2: my my tour manager yeah. is a hip hop DJs fan do you know what I'm saying yeah. he is that guy even with,
0: still I don't think he would say
2: the only thing like, I don't
0: believe you hanging
4: out with like 18 people
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, was it was a bunch of dudes I, I, don't I know that. like I'm,
0: I'm not yeah. E-Rock you know like that's something that's something E-Rock would do you know yeah. I wouldn't hang out with I would be like in the corner yeah. Yeah. like talking yeah. shit or something or no like but you
2: understand thing. the setup you remember light setup it may still be that yeah, yeah. so we were here y'all were here Okay. And there could have been five people, six people. You had a group of people. Okay, And I was like,
0: fuck it. Oh, you know what? It probably wasn't my table. It was maybe
1: the Rhino table. Probably.
2: <laughs> yeah.
4: <Zachariah, laughs> I could see that,
2: yeah. Those were the days. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. but, Zachariah.
1: Even there, but even then, there wouldn't be eight only dudes. And and it, it was just a Zachariah wouldn't be in a DJ yeah. booth. He'd be you, on the floor. you totally
2: had a Mantourage yeah. rocking. Maybe the girls oh, no, had that's, the, that's
0: not the Rhino table.
2: Though. That's yeah. not the Rhino table. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm very curious. Yeah, no, that was it. I just Are you
0: sure you're not mixing me up with another Asian DJ?
2: No. MK2? There goes my repertoire right here, bro.
0: Imagine if he did that to MK or something i don't even know who that is <laughs> <Or> like, <laughs> i don't mean any fits <laughs> could have been Pimballer. <laughs> baller you went up to scratchy and just gave him a bottle oh of-
2: but <laughs> i mean my dude rod he's he is the guy that was like this he's he's the guy that will watch turntable videos of just beat jumping. yeah but that's not me no i know yeah. that but i'm just saying but you were like you're, you're known for hip-hop in this town and he's the guy that goes to the damn boom bap concerts or what. You see my Southern yeah. accent just come flying out. No, I right like there. that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's like there's certain words you just got to take out and that's fucking it. Okay. Look,
0: I, I, I feel bad. That's <laughs> no, it's like, not right. I don't remember. Yeah. But I also kind of, I don't know if I believe all the, all the little <laughs> things of
2: this story. Yeah. I just so. walked up and I said, let's go.
0: I, but I like, I like how friendly and open you are. Yeah. But then as soon as you sense Someone
2: is using you I can pick your bullshit up in a second.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah I, it's very it's a gift <laughs> is that <laughs> I don't know but i no no yeah. i i'm I'm kind of the same way to a certain extent
2: i have, I feel like we have a blessed enough, full enough life where we don't have the bullshit in the circles. if shit goes down, you got my back, we'll figure out why we had it later. yeah, I don't need anybody who's going to question me in a circle no not I, not so yeah. much question me or say no to me, but it's just like that's not home team no
0: I've, I've I've actually learned to be i'm really good at it now. Mm. Where I've learned to not give a shit about somebody but yep. still be cordial.
2: Oh, I can say hello and hugging, shake your hand or whatever. Yeah, but like
0: maybe 10 years ago, I could not do yeah. it. If I, if I didn't like you, I couldn't be in the same fucking room yeah, I think it's you. part
2: of growing up. Yeah. yeah. Not is that, that you, what it is? I guess, man. That's part. I felt like me <laughs> too. Rome. Jesus Christ. Jesus, can I get a dollar dad? Yes. But, but I just think it's part of just saying, you know what? I saw who I was then and I and I'm probably not proud of that. I don't want to be that dude again. I'm going to be honest with you. it could
0: be growth, but it could be also be that I've seen a lot of um, despicable people yeah. like blow up and, and become powerful. Yeah. So I never want to let a despicable motherfucker know I hate them. Because they the might sense. be, they might, yeah. they might be my boss or something, or they
1: that's might growth. Yeah, that's, they, that's, they, growth. They, that's growth. Is that what? <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's called fucking maturity. Right. Be
0: like, <laughs> I'll be with them and I'll be like, "You see this motherfucker? I hate this man." he? will come up and be like, "Yeah, it was good, man." You Dude, good? How, how,
2: how's mommy? You still got that cat? Is that thing good? <laughs> yeah. I, I won't
0: give him like the full pound, but I'll give him yeah. like, "Yeah, yeah, what's, yeah, what's up, like, man? Chilling? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, you look good. You look good. I'm not, <laughs> long term. I only have like a three to four minute." Parameter. bullshit
2: factor yeah
0: well no no i don't even know if it's bullshit it's just me containing
2: <laughs> and people start noticing yeah
0: no, no, and i'm just like I, and then i'll quickly just move out my key like,
2: man i don't have my phone but people are talking i just just you the, do my, that? my wife's like god damn dude and i'm like all oh, right my fault
0: you're on your phone in the club i try no, well I
2: no not the club I, oh. but i'm just saying when somebody's talking it's like this this i'm just yeah buddy oh wow i can just
0: i, I want to go deeper into this
2: I I, want to talk about this a little bit. I've been to many psychologists, bro. Let's (laughs) (laughs)
0: rock. You dig (laughs) up in this bitch, you let me know. Yeah, because I'm just curious to see people. Like when I see people and I I find like a connection with them, Mm. usually for me, it comes back to something that happened to me that burned the fuck out of me. Yeah, yeah. So I'm wondering what, what, you know, how. I just
2: think you learn from this. Just take Vegas. Let's take everywhere else. Vegas, no matter how hard you try, there's 10 DJs in there who want that spot waiting for you to fuck up. Yeah. Right. And if, now I was, maybe I was that guy, I don't know, but if I hear somebody mess up, I'm like, oh, I'm going to catch it back, buddy. Speed that up. You know what I mean? I'm rooting for you. Get back here, sir. At least I know you're doing it. And where is there? DJ's, oh, fuck, silver train wrecked at 1856. and well, You know what I mean? I right, like, right, right. My bad. Somebody had to take this shot. Give me a second. We got this. You know. It's, but I just think when you get the negativity out, you feel it, you feel yourself full of people and just like, People are gonna fuck up. Fuck up as human. If anybody says that they don't mess up, as a liar. I like it because you're putting yourself
0: in a situation at all times, even yeah. when we're talking about before. Yeah, you I've don't, lived it.
2: You don't. You want you.
0: You know, it's it's kind of. I feel the same way as like. I want that kind of understanding as well. So it's like yeah. you, you want to reciprocate that understanding. Yeah,
2: I want you to win, bro. Yeah. I mean, I I, I, I want that next guy to win. I want her to win. I want you to win. I want it's if or team we live this world together
0: is there a certain time like I I had to shut this part of myself down where like the younger generation I saw them as competition and I had to like shut it down I'm like why am I competing Yeah, you know like why am I competing with the next DJs when I should be kind of because like I don't don't know about you Nev but like I feel like in New York there was a time when some of the OGs could have like looked out for us or accepted us or, Mm -hmm. or kind of like been like yo y'all the next generation helped us out well not even help us out but be at least acknowledge that you guys are the next generation yeah like let's fuck with each other and let's get this money together yeah Yeah. let's
2: get this cat up to the next level and help me help you yeah i was
0: talking to somebody about this in new york Mm -hmm. actually i was talking to a younger dj and it's funny because i speak with younger djs and like up-and-coming djs i talk to them like two i talk to two or three of them a week yeah and i'm like Talking to them about career, marketing. Uh, sometimes I have lunch with them. Yeah. And I was talking to somebody and they're like, Why are you meeting up with these people? And they're like, It's like you're you're like a like a counsel, like you're counseling these DJs, you're not getting paid for this. And I think he was kind of going by like, you should start like a counseling yeah. firm and like counsel and advise all these DJs. And I didn't realize I was talking to two or three DJs a week, help trying like
2: And I don't think you realized the power them. of your voices. People listen when you guys are on your podcast. I listen. And, you know, did you listen to this? People share something with me from Tallahassee, Florida. I did you listen to this part? Listen to mm-hmm. the 11-minute mark. I don't think you understand the power of your voices and the influence you have on people that are trying to be who you are.
0: I Not be who I am, but. but no, how, you're wrong. You're wrong. People I mean, want to be like Jamie? You look at people.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard, buddy. I, I, I'm just saying, Abercrombie needs models, too, bro. <laughs> I like it. But I'm, I'm just saying these people, you think about this for a second. Yeah. Where did y'all I, you grew up in New Everybody New York? No, LA. LA. Okay, say. You go you're like, I want to play Vegas. Yeah. And you see Crooked playing Vegas. Yeah. How are you playing Vegas? How do I get to be crooked? If that's the dude you're looking up to. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, that was that was it. I yeah. would come
1: and watch these guys and I'd be like, Yo, I wanna you know LA wasn't close to what Vegas was no. in the in the premier nightclubs and Ooh. stuff like that. No shit to LA, but that's what it is. That's what it is, yeah. But yeah, you, you come, you look at these guys, like um, the AM, the Vices, the Crookets, everybody.
2: Yeah. Like, you want to become those dudes. You see these guys in the spotlight that you want, but you want to learn their skill set in order to earn that spot.
1: Oh, no, yeah. I would go watch them and just sit there like a
2: fucking, like, just. I, I still take notes, and when I hear DJs playing, like, that's that song fucks. I'll play, you know what I mean? I like that song. What is this song? Or I have no issue pulling Shazam out if I haven't heard something. Yeah. yeah. I, every day of my life, I spend trying to learn new music. Yeah, I mean,
0: it's, what were we talking about? The OGs in New York? Okay, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I agree. Like, There's something to learn from every DJ. Even, I actually learn more from a bad DJ, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But we, with, this, with this younger generation, like we've been like, kind of like talking with them and acknowledging them. And I feel like the OGs in our day didn't even acknowledge us.
2: I felt like they did this. Uh, I felt like they gave you the first core lesson of how to mix this record to this record. Take it from there.
0: No, no, no. The, the OGs for us were the blueprint for pretty much club rocking and mm-hmm. and everything. So we, we actually looked up to them a lot.
2: I see what you're almost saying. Almost to the
0: point where like in New York, it's very different, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like because there's all this history, there's decades of like these DJs. And we grew up listening to hip hop and they were part of this history. Like, you know, Red Alert was involved with... Zulu Nation and all of these DJs that we looked up, to, all these rappers that we look up to, mm-hmm. and then it's Clark Kent with Biggie, and there's there's all these DJs, there's Stretch and Bobbito. there's so there's and there's Riz and there's all and Goldfinger, there's all these DJs, and we I would never I would think like oh they they shouldn't acknowledge me at all. So at the time I was like I'm nothing, and I'm just like you know and you're kind of hustling and you're, you're getting through it. But now that I'm older and I look back, I'm like they sh- they could have like maybe collabed a little more and acknowledge the shit a little more, but you know what I'm saying?
4: Like, I we're think we're those d- are
2: different times of DJing though. Yeah. Do you yeah, feel definitely.
0: that way
4: Sometimes, But some of the DJs you mentioned definitely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, but I don't think they owe us anything. I'm not saying that shit.
1: But they I'm, could they could have done something. They, they could have done like, better though. But they were the first generation to do what we looked up to. But I'm also like their gen. Like when I
0: deal with some of those DJs, because I want them on the podcast. I'm not saying all of them. Mm-hmm. But every when I've, when I've talked to those DJs, it's always like, well, what do I get out of it? How much? Yeah. Well, what's the bread? What's what, Well, what's I'll tell on you right table? now,
2: those are people you don't need in your life.
0: <laughs> I know that. But it's just it's one of those things where you look up to
2: them. Then they come at you with that shit and you're just and you, you're and, deflated.
0: And you spend like your whole career honoring mm-hmm. them, you know? Yeah. And then you, you hear them, you're like, oh shit, they're just all about the money. Yeah. And they don't and it's like
2: you will never be happy chasing a dollar bill.
0: Yeah. yeah. And it's just always like, oh, it's always about the money. Mm-hmm. I've met these heroes and I'm just like and I think that's what taught me to be like, yo, I can't ever be like that with any younger yeah. DJs. So when I started looking at them as like competition, I was like, what am I doing? I'm doing exactly the same shit. These yeah. fucking OGs did to yeah. me.
1: The ego shit. Right. Or like,
0: yeah. they, they just saw us like, yo, these young motherfuckers are they're gonna taking take, They're going to take my spot. They're taking my spot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Table, and yeah. I was just like, why am I looking at it that way? Yeah. Like, it's just it's just one of those things like, yo, if they take the spot, they earned it somehow. I mean, that's right. You know what I'm saying? You like we got to move on. It's like, exactly. you got to let the young guys come in. Exactly. But then it's just like, we keep doing, I'm also surprised that we're still doing it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i I was talking to MoMA and I'm like, yo. I'm shocked that we're still doing it, right? Mm-hmm. But not only that, there is a um, there's a revival of 2000s music.
2: That's beautiful, too. Right?
0: Yeah. So not only are we still in it, but the era where we peaked.
2: Lived it. We could go and back. And lived
0: it. And we could do the same bitches, we, that we and, was doing and, in 2000
4: and yo,
2: get away with it.
0: I'm telling you right
4: now. And kill it.
2: I feel yeah. like. I you're feel doing like, something. I, yo, you know? son.
0: I feel like we're cheating. Because yeah. we live that era, yeah, I'll we take could, it, and we can We know how to do it. We yeah. know how to spin all that music yep. so well. Mm-hmm. It's just for me. I'm like, I feel like it's just like everything's coming full. I don't know what to do.
2: You're in your comfort zone. Yeah, you think you don't even. It's almost muscle memory at the point.
0: But you would think that we would. You would get pushed out. Like the music, the new music is like, well, the new music will wash you out. No one's going to care about this old shit. But then we've learned this year. It's like, wait, wait. Mm -hmm. people care about 90s and 2000s even more now. Well, what what Mm -hmm. is this
2: song do it to it? It's like, it was number one 15 years ago. Back again. Oh, yeah, Yeah, Crazy. Yeah,
0: Yeah. the Cherish song. The Cherish, the group, yeah. Yeah,
2: so I was just showing you, music does this. And until like new hip hop catches up with back to the, back when Diddy would drop bangers, you know what I mean? Club bangers. I just, I I can't tell you like one new hip hop song that I'm like, I can't wait to play tonight. Yeah. That
0: sucks. I'm surprised to hear that it's, adjacent with country music, yeah. same thing. Yeah. Where the, all the older hits He's and just killing the anthems it. are killing it. Killing it. Yeah. When when you were uh, on tour with Jason, mm-hmm. and you know, I I'm, I'm, i don't want to bring this up and have it destroy the mood, saw it. but it was, were you at the shooting? Yeah, and I was on stage. In Las Vegas.
2: Yeah. What? My kid was next door to the shooter.
0: In the hotel room?
2: In the hotel room. In, in, room. Mandalay, Bay. in Mandalay Bay. In Mandalay Bay.
0: Your family was next door to the shooter. Yeah. Why? Yeah, he
2: had every room around me and my family, my nanny. Um, every room except the two we had. My God. Yeah. This you, is, do you want... do Is hard? No, and I, I talked about it once on a, on a network, and I, I don't mind talking about it now because I feel like it's the culture we live in, but it is fucking hard. It is hard. Wow. And
0: yeah. you were on stage when that happened. Yeah. Holy shit.
2: Yeah. So I opened for Jason every night, and... Just every normal night, it's just uh, it was it was just a the crowd was great, man. I'll never forget. I was just like, We're in my city, man. You know, this Vegas come right. in. Twenty five thousand deep. You could feel the energy coming back to you, you know? And you're playing you're playing your ass off and the crowd's giving it back to you. And at the time it was dated, I was playing rehab during the day because I was a resident there for years. Rehab, yeah. We'd mm-hmm. play in stadium, we're playing the festival, then I was then I play the foundation room at night or hockey song that night. And yeah, I just, uh, world changed in a matter of minutes. My For God. Sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't want to, I mean. We good. I just think, I think it's part of our culture now, you know? Yeah. How, you know, how many people told me it was like, dude, I should have been with you that night and whatever the plan was, God didn't want you there because you might not be here. Oh my God. Yeah. So
1: they just released the
2: documentary. I'm yeah. I'm right? Yeah. It was a big part of it. Oh, okay. yeah. I told D miles, I was like, and he said, can we talk about it? I said, watch that first. Really? Just so you can see the, the whole, <clears throat> the whole day was just, God, it was my kid was one. I, we played, we, we did, um, San Francisco, we played Oracle arena the night before we did LA, San Francisco, San Diego, and then we come into to Vegas. So I played all three days of all live nation festivals, which was such an honor. And I still do to this day. And, uh, I was like, we got Sam here tonight, but Sunday, my dude's coming to town. Al Dean's coming to town. In my city, I, I couldn't wait to have these people in my town. My billboard faces were all over billboards. And you know, I was like, "Hell yeah, boys! Welcome to town!" You know, and it just—I uh, just remember, it. I flew my family in because I haven't seen them in two weeks, and I was like, "Wake!" Mm-hmm. My son, Wake, was turning one. I said, "Come on in!" Uh, and I called MGM, and I was like, uh, "Put me at the Delano. Cause they always give us two suites at the Delano, however you say it." And Rodney Flanagan, rest his soul—he passed last year—he called and said, "Hey, Silver, can I put you at the Mandalay Bay?" And I said, "Yeah, man, sure." Moved us over. Wasn't a human being on this, this floor that I was on. I thought that's why he moved us over. There. He gives family a little peace, you know. And uh, coming to find out, the dude had every room around us.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and I will tell you that probably the worst part of all of it, we got off stage, and shit's going crazy. People shooting. Like, bodyguard comes and gets us and goes, get on the bus, pushes us in the bus. And I get a text message, now knowing it was mainly security, going, are you in your room? And I said, I'm not. My kid's there. Talk to me. That quickly. They, this was, I mean, I don't know how long into it. And I said, maybe five minutes into it. Five said,
0: minutes into it, they're texting you.
2: Yeah, so, because listen, Vegas is home for me, man. It always has been. So,
0: wait, I don't want to relive this thing. Yeah, yeah, no, it's good. But you're, you're DJing and Jason's performing.
2: Yeah, I, I played. I brought on Jason like I do every night. And then? Walked off stage, handed my ears to our, our ear monitor.
0: So you guys were done.
2: Jason, Jason he went on. Done. I Oh, Jason
0: done. went. Oh, you were done.
2: Yeah, and I walked off and sat down for two seconds. I remember I was like, I played night and day. That was my last set. I was like, oh, we're done. You know, right. sit down, and the start the shooting started. Oh my god. Yeah. Then what's uh, we got it, and uh, so G, G, so G,
0: then security was on it. They were pushing everybody off. They're pushing. They're putting you on the bus.
2: Bodyguards put us on the bus. Police. We, there was never one time we didn't know where where to go. I was police officers here. So it happened really fast, real fast
0: at the time when they were,
2: we were reacting. We were not acting.
0: Right. So when it was all going down in your head, where you're like, there's someone shooting the crowd or like, it was
2: like, you know what it I mean? It sounded like they were shooters. I mean, it sounded like they were. People. So from
0: you, you wouldn't fathom that it was from a no building. Idea. I
2: told my wife, our kid is a was awake. was awake, And I said, "Wake's fine. He's in the hotel safest place in the world. Let's oh worry God. about me and you right now. And, uh, Rhino, Jason's bodyguard, his best friend in the world, he passed it to, He come up and he's like, dude, on the bus now. We put on the bus and, and we're sitting on the bus, which the bus ends up getting shot 15 times that we were on. Oh my God. And, uh, and phones are about to die. And I remember mean, we're all lined up in this bus. And I get a text message saying, are you in your room? I said, my kids in the room talked to me. They said, shooters on the 32nd floor. Oh no. And I'm, I'm like, fuck. And I don't show my wife this for four hours. I lost my kid for four hours. I take my phone. I send the text to my buddy Cody Click. I said, "I'm not being selfish. I need that phone charger." And I sent him the text. I said, "He turned as white as this table. Send me the phone charger, so we could have energy on the phone for a minute." Uh, then, then police come and kicked it and told us to get off the bus. And that whole time, I it was probably about three and a half, four hours before he found my kid. So he's just waiting. And I didn't tell anyone. Just eating me up, man. I couldn't oh focus. God. Couldn't yeah. breathe. And only thing I'm thinking—he's here because of me.
0: Yeah. Oh my God! The, oh, yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot. To I mean, yeah. A lot when you going go watch on.
2: that, when you go watch that documentary, they always talk about the guy that got shot because of the door alarm. Yeah, that was my nanny's room. That's why he was up there. Oh my God! He walked up the hall and dude opened fire.
1: This is really close to you. This Mark. is real yeah. personal.
2: To you. Real close. Yeah, everybody's like, "How close did it get?" I was like, "Well, that's how close it got."
1: Like next door and across the where the shooting was happening. God damn. Yeah.
2: Then uh, I got to my we got a, we got a jet sent my family home the next day, but I had to stay for three four days for wait. interrogation for to meet the police FBI. Wow. Yeah. What? Did it, uh. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, you should have been hear. there when they're interrogating you.
0: <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. You know I mean? Wait, why? Because they're they're like treating you like you were part. They knew. Like uh, they suspect, knew I had right? nothing
2: to do with it, but okay. they knew. They're like, well, I'll just give those scenario. He, they were like, they put you in. I had to meet with Homeland Security to get my stuff out of the room. They kept everything with bags. They confiscated everything. Everything, right? I didn't have toothbrushes. My everything you shouldn't have in a backpack, I had in a backpack backstage. Keys, wallet, ID, money, laptops. Right, I have nothing. They moved me to the Delano under a fake name, and sent my family home. Met with Homeland Security. Got my necessities out. They kept my toothbrushes. They kept video cameras for kids. It was obviously for obvious reasons. Um, uh, I was, like I said, under a fake name, and they said, the Phone rings, don't answer it. Well, the phone rings, I answer it. <laughs> and I said, Who am I speaking to? And he said, Officer blank blank from the FBI, can we speak to you? I said, The sooner we talk, the sooner we can leave. And phone in my hand, I hear. Open the door, and there's three fully tacked out police officers, whatever they were. Two set outside, one came in, locked the door, dead bolted it. And a guy put a phone down and said, This will be recorded. And he was like, You've never seen this guy. I said, No, sir. And he goes, How do you explain this? And it's a picture of me and him walking down the elevator, walking down the hall. Oh shit. Explain this. Holding oh, an elevator God. door for the guy. Oh, my God. Explain this. Jeez. And he's just pulling out pictures. And I said, Sir, I'm from Texas. I don't know a fucking stranger. But and he and he said to me, He goes, You're in shock. You don't know it. Your mind should be a video camera. Your mind is taking snapshots. I'm trying to revoke a memory. Nothing. Yeah.
0: Your, your your voice is trembling. It's, to this day, it hurts. It, yeah.
2: What 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 hurts? The- Just know that uh, I could have lost my entire family for my selfishness. Because I haven't seen them in two weeks. I was like, Vegas means something to me. Does mm-hmm. that make sense to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vegas is my town, my home. And I wanted my kid and my life and my family to know that their dad was a big part of the scene. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm proud of this day that my kid loves Las Vegas. Right. Yeah, it's hard to talk about. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm over here crying. I, I, like, I, I, yeah, nah, no, no, no. Too. I mean,
0: yeah.
2: I've, I've, you know, I'm second time I've ever spoke about it. I'm sorry.
0: No, no, no. I, I hope I'm not like you know. No, no, no. This is, part of, our, this it's is part of our. This is part of our culture.
2: I feel like it's part of our life because it changed what we do for a living that night. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. How, what do you think changed for you? My surroundings, my awareness, my uh, uh, just my close circle, my people, my check and balance.
0: How, how so? Explain yeah. a little bit.
2: I don't hesitate to text a homie and say, I love you, bro.
0: Hmm.
2: Be careful tonight. You know, at the end of the day, that, we know that's a freak thing. We know they weren't coming after us. We know some fucking psychopaths doing some bullshit. Right. But at the end of the day, it happened to me, it happened to my people, happened to our crew. Right. And you, when you hear people, it's like, I was there, we did this. And I was like, I'd give anything in the world for me and our 62 people and our families not to be there. Do you and Jason ever talk
0: about it? Have you ever
2: Never talked about it? about it? Never spoke once about it. Then in that documentary you saw in Paramount Plus, or when, you if you do watch it? Our stories were mirror images. We never spoke about it. Mm-hmm. We the two weeks later we went out, and he said, "You want to talk about it?" I said, "No." Mm. That's it. They brought us out counselors, and I went and saw a counselor, and I was more confused after the fucking counselor than I was. Any, you know, but uh, and that was it.
0: I, you obviously have trauma from it, yeah. right?
2: To this day, when a glass drops, I hit the ground. I don't even realize I'm doing it. Really. Yeah.
0: Do you talk to anybody? Do you speak with a therapist? I, I went anybody?
2: to the therapist and they said that I had no, what is, what do they say? They said that I really had no repercussions. I don't have a, I don't, I don't have a reaction. I never like broke down. I never did anything. But he goes, one day this is going to hit you. Mm. Cause I was in, not saying I was anything, but I went into fight or flight as a protect my wife and get my kid back. Right. Yeah. Damn. Mm.
0: So. Yeah. <laughs> So you just, you carry it with you, kind of.
2: Yeah. And I'll be, I've worked my entire life to be on billboards inside of buildings in the city. I'll be damned if I let like one son of a bitch take it from me. Right. That's why he's like, I still love this town. I still play it. I can't wait to play tonight.
0: Do you, do you, do you like, stay away from the Mandalay Bay? Or no, is there? I no? stay there a lot, actually. You stay there a lot. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. The lane, Delano and the people over there are family. How
0: do you feel? I think there was, like, some people that, I, they were against the documentary, right? They oh, just I'm thought sure. it was too,
2: I'm sure. it was too early it was needed though it was, it was five years it was needed there are people that are going to get in that rabbit hole and you're going to destroy your lives that was the first time i spoke about my whatever to anyone that i didn't know yeah and they talked me into doing that documentary i said no 100 times really and and to this day it's shocking to people that walk up to me that are very influential or affluent it was like dude i saw your documentary the head of cbs texted me and it was like that's unreal bro
0: as like when you when you're with your wife or your family or friends, have they noticed anything change about you uh, after that incident or not really? I mean,
2: uh, I, don't, I don't know. I, I felt like I've always been super kind to everyone. Yeah. Um, I, I carry a gun with me where I go, you know. That's, wow. Well, I'm from Texas. Where I always have. But I yeah, yeah, never yeah. made it. You such guys were a, born with one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always tell people I live in the South where God likes people. So it was no big deal. But, you know, <laughs> but I went to a movie theater the other night and it was in my pack. Wow. with my kids.
0: Do you feel at some point you, are you like I have I like I always try yeah. to like get ahead of anything. I yeah. try, always try to be self-aware. Hundred percent. So uh, a lot of the times when something happens to me, I try to say, Do I want to deal with it now, mm. or do I want to wait and deal with it later?
2: Never thought. I, I, n- I never thought it like that.
0: Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Know. So like it's like, do I deal with it now, or do I let it become a part of me, and grow yeah. and fester into my like kind of. Almost like a disease, like a virus. Do
2: you know what you're saying? That's, do I
0: do I let it soak in, and do mm-hmm. I let my soul absorb it, or do I put it all on the table, lay it out, and just
2: do it? Really, I went to, I went to the mindset it. of "fuck you." This isn't beat me. Yeah, this is not what my child will be known for.
0: See, and my approach would be, let's put it all on the table, mm-hmm. and let me do the nasty detox yeah. of talking about every little thing. It, every, it caused a great
2: divide in my family, my household, for a while.
0: How so? My wife me? was
2: very no. My wife was very in the rabbit hole conspiracy theories. I saw shit come out about me. And we're in the fucking Illuminati. We're you know. And I'm just really there. Why oh, yeah. so? Why? Because you were next door. I just everybody's got a fucking opinion about something. They don't know shit from Adam. You know. Oh my god. I remember walking. We we did a red carpet, and I was in the car, and my publicist or stylist spilt something on me. Gave me a T-shirt, and it had a, a pyramid and an eye on it. Literally put it on, walk down the red carpet, and they're putting out know, pictures. Of DJ Silver's and the Illuminati, and he's putting likenesses of the Mandalay Bay. And I'm like, bitch, that was a shirt I got a Target on the way to a red carpet. You know, it's just That's people are crazy. people are stupid.
0: It's, I couldn't even imagine going through one of the worst moments of my life. And And defending yourself for like child neglect and and all that. Yeah, and and then everyone's saying that they're putting some kind of blame or having you
2: thinking I had anything to do with it. Exactly. It's just so insane. People are like, Silver's kid's in the room by himself, charging him with neglect, take his kid. I was like, motherfucker, I'll show you what neglect cost, okay? Yeah, the kid wasn't alone. The kid was not alone. The kid, we had... I
0: mean, that's crazy to leave a (laughs) one-year-old alone in a hotel. No no one would do that. No.
2: And I'm talking like, usually we have the suites that are connected Connected. Yeah, no, there wasn't, so we had to be across the hall. That's why the door was open too long. But we had a video system that we could watch. We could watch it from the stage, and and she was watching it, and that's why the door was open. She was going. There. I mean,
0: dude, you don't have to defend yourself. No, I know I don't, yeah. but I'm just
2: saying. Yeah, I, they came at me like that, and I was like, "Let me show you what fucking neglect costs." Do you want to see neglect? Yeah, you know, and that's like I got I got super aggressive with that with that TV host, <laughs> and I was like. Yeah, I'm not defending myself that's that's my world that's the last thing you gotta do yeah. that's insane yeah then we, then we go home and TMZ's following us around I was like okay. give me some fucking peace yeah.
0: wow what a, what a tough yeah when was that what year was that 2000? 2017 it's five years ago
1: five years ago October 1st that's right because we started the. well the I thing was- the thing was D. Miles was doing foundation room that's right with and me, I think, right? I think it, uh, a week later, mm. and he told me, yo, come with me because I'm a little scared. Yeah. And then
2: Crooked pulled up after. Oh,
0: you? he was DJing a week after. Yeah, the
2: Saturday after. Okay. It so let's mm-hmm. explain.
0: Foundation Room is in Mandalay Bay.
2: 62nd floor in Mandalay Bay.
0: 62nd. And it actually. Overlooks the, most, the site. The most painful thing about the Foundation Room at that time was that it overlooked. The carnage. The massacre, yeah.
1: the site yes. where it happened. So, and you can see the window in a certain
2: angle. You can see my dressing room with the door opening with bullet holes in it. So D-Miles... I still have that key in to my dressing room, my record bag.
0: You keep it as a reminder? Or?
2: I, I can't get rid of it. I don't know why. It says silver, Route 91 on it. It's a physical key.
0: <laughs> it, it's like a reminder of what you almost lost. Like lost. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. uh, uh Yeah, yo yo. So D Miles was spending a (laughs) a week after this.
2: Yeah, do you remember when they made me make that date up? Were you not? Were you with me, or was it? No, I don't remember. Maybe D Miles was with me. I wish he was here to tell. I don't remember who the opening DJ was. They made me make that date up, and I came back to play.
1: Was and how did that feel?
2: Terrible, dude. People standing in front of you crying. Man, I'm just like. This is not what Vegas is.
1: Well, the week after it was very like eerie in there. right? Eerie, yeah, because he was it in there was with a somber as fuck. Yeah. That's when me and Crooked talked about making mm-hmm. this pot where he came to me that he wanted to make a podcast, and it's all because D Miles was scared to go by himself. Which I get it, understanding. Yeah, and even that, like, uh, it was
2: very eerie. Like just being in there was like because it was the thought that that shooter was in there. Remember, they originally went in there and guns drawn and held everybody to the ground. Looking for the shooter there.
0: In Foundation Room. Yes, yeah, sir. I didn't know that.
2: Yeah. Really? They just assumed it was from that balcony. Because well, you, you don't think about knocking out windows in a damn hotel. You don't think those things yeah, are. You don't, yeah, mm. you don't
0: think of shooting out the window. That's yeah. fucking nuts. Oh, wow. So they went to Foundation Room first.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I had to make that show up. Uh, so we did two weeks off. We did uh, Oklahoma City, Tulsa, New Orleans maybe. And I had to come back the week after and I did that show. Yeah. And uh, well, let's take had to out of it. I felt... A sense that I needed to, and I felt a sense of "fuck you." You took that night from me. I'm coming back. Right. I'm not going to let you. You're not. Like, be, you're not beating yeah,
0: me. You're not going to ruin this hotel, this yeah. my career, or anything. Yeah. And you're not taking that shit away. That's from right.
2: Me. I walked in the foundation room. Just typical. Play at midnight. Get there at eleven fifty. Place is packed. Line down in the fucking casino. You know, just staring at me. Mm. And I said, "This is not not Las Vegas. This is not what we're here for." Drink up and tell lies. Let's do something, you know, do something. And right. and um, I'll never forget. I was DJing. The security guards were all over me that night, just packed around. You know, the DJ booth, the foundation, and people behind yeah. you coming up to you. They weren't within. I don't even know. I don't, I don't think those two prayer rooms were even open. I think they blocked them off. And and um, security goes, you got people coming in to see you. Heads up. And I looked over, six or eight dudes in suits just coming through with flashlights. And it was um, TIG from Benghazi wanted to meet me. Who? Who's the that? Tig from the guy, one of the thirteen survivors from Benghazi. Oh, wow! He wanted was in town. Wanted to come say hello and meet me. To this day, I still talk to him.
4: Oh shit!
2: Yeah, yeah, it's heavy. <laughs> so, yeah. like, when
0: when you came to Vegas afterwards, mm-hmm. did you still did you get a, a weird feeling? Did you feel?
2: I got a lot more text messages from police. I <laughs> tell us they were there and I became pretty good friends with the cop that grabbed my kid out of the hotel room
0: and they were concerned with you what was their concern
2: I was I felt like I was one of them then uh, we had a bond I guess do you know what I mean so they were just looking out for you yeah When I would play at rehab and there the cops would be on the stage or police would be somewhere inside
0: knowing that this was so close to you
2: yeah and I played I, I played and, with-
0: and, and wait so they were coming to be as a reassurance that you're okay
2: uh, yeah we we've, we've formed a bond you know that's that's crazy it's crazy and um, I remember we played Hard Rock. Uh, what was it? Nightclub side of Hard Rock Vanity. Vanity. Yeah. So it was me and Travis Barker did New Year's. Wow, that's big. So we come in with Travis. and this is before Spider. What happened? Uh, Spider couldn't. I think make Spider it? maybe had anything else to do. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy, by the way. And I walked up and uh, and I said, uh, "Can I just get a shot of Jameson?" And the lady goes, "This is on me tonight. Thank you." Oh, wow. Like I do, you know. And at, at that point, I realized it was people knew. Because of that, and that's not what I want to be known for.
1: I just noticed on. I went back to 2017 around that same time. I noticed you didn't take no time off. No, I wouldn't let it beat me. You went like two, like the weekend after. See that
2: you were in Kentucky or somewhere like that. Yeah, absolutely. Kentucky. That's where we were. we went to uh, Louisville, Kentucky, Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma City, Tulsa, Oklahoma, whatever the route was in New yeah. Orleans. Do you sleep okay? No, never have. <laughs> thank you, thank you, marijuana. No, no. I've never been even, able to sleep
0: even before this you had no. issues sleeping,
2: yeah, always I was up at six o'clock this morning and I saw four o'clock on the on this on the clock yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: you know it's um do you want to sleep
2: better? I've always wanted to sleep better, it's just it's yeah. just I don't think it's in my cards, man. Uh, no, I can sleep on an airplane like a champ. Me too. Buddy. I, I can probably fall asleep faster than you uh, on a plane. Let's, I'm in, man. Well, we, uh, uh, well perfect, I just know that perfect. I don't have any say in anything's about to happen. So <laughs> I just, I just, I mean, it's just, it's spiritual, but I just put my head down and wake up and we're in Tallahassee, you know? Wait, what did you just say about the plane? You have no say in what's going to happen to the plane? I have no say, purpose. I can't judge. I can't fix anything that's about to happen. So I'm. It's. I, I'm just, I can clear my mind.
0: That's what I love about the plane. Yeah. If anything happens, what, I'm okay with it.
2: What the fuck is life jacket <laughs> going to do? <laughs> Nothing you could do about it. Yeah.
0: I think it's the most it's comforting a, thing. Like if I, you know, I think
1: it's I don't know. The I don't, don't want to say
0: it's the best way to yeah. go. You know what's funny? It, you know. It,
1: I'm so afraid of flying at times cuz I'm like I have I can't control this. So I have such an anxiety yeah. of it. Yeah.
2: But I'm I see
0: I'm such a control freak. I Embrace not having control of anything.
2: Yeah, that's it. I'm in. You're, you're the same, same way. way. You would have died on the way you hit here. Oh, we flew private in. You know, first of all, that's not a business. <laughs> that's a, a <laughs> no, I, yeah. Yo, You, you dropped, ever see me on somebody's you just plane? Something sober. <laughs> <Wait a minute>. <laughs> <laughs> Is it next to my Travis Scott? Yes. Don't you say? <laughs> 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 You ever see me on some, on a plane? Just assume somebody else paid for it. Okay, I'm the cheapest dude on the planet. I would, I would, I would give you a Rolex off my wrist, but I wouldn't spend ten dollars on me. So we're we're flying private, goddamn. We're on a private. The landing gear gear won't go up. Chain cold. It's cold as fuck. We can't shut the the cabin. Won't pressure pressure. Right. We circled Nashville for an hour and a half to burn enough fuel to put that bitch back out on the ground. It took us eight hours to get to Vegas yesterday. Finally get up in the air. 110 mile an hour headwinds. It's usually 30 to 40. That plane. Is, and I was like, oh god, this is it. <laughs> this is it. This is it. We could have went to. Fucking Japan. Do you know what I'm saying? When we yeah. went to Vegas. Three-hour flight, eight and a half hours in a, in a private jet. It's not a bad. Thing. If I was
0: alone, <laughs> if I was alone, I'd just be like, so it's gonna go out this way, yeah. and I'd be like, okay. I, I just, like, what would piss me off more is if I had control and I and I
2: died. Did yeah, no, no. I could have fixed it. You know,
0: <laughs> or like if I had to if I fucked up and I made the wrong move. Yeah. and I was like oh and then you know something know,
2: caused the reaction
0: something caused yeah. it like if I was driving and I'm like oh my but god but all I was doing I was, was eating cheese up.
2: crackers bro I had nothing to do with that later, yeah. okay
0: like when I'm in turbulence <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: I'm probably
2: more calm than Doesn't I'm, do more. I'm the calmest motherfucker in the do place do you find it funny when you see a grown man like, yeah yeah I love it <laughs> I'm like let me, let me tell you what's not gonna fix that you grabbing my shit okay that's me <laughs> As soon as I quit laughing, I would have helped you.
1: <laughs> or, like, people like. <laughs> I gotta talk to Silvermore. more. He's a little, little <laughs> bit more on the edge, a little bit on uh, or, like, or, like, people praying.
2: Yeah. You
1: know, I, oh, know. Lord, this is it. Yeah, yeah.
2: Look, simple bitch, this is not it. <laughs> <laughs> we got a connection this in Dallas. A Get a fucking water burger. Shut <laughs> the fuck up.
0: <laughs> oh, God, this is it. Oh, man. I mean, I, you know, the only thing I would say is maybe think about, uh, like, really confronting it head so, yeah. on.
2: No. Of what happened. Maybe I have been putting it off, that no, you say, because it, it's still a emotional. You saw me. I don't. I just yeah, don't yeah, want yeah, it. To, yeah. I just don't. Yeah, like I don't want to take me into it. It
0: feels so fresh. I, I tell you, know? one of the
2: hardest things is I was going to name my last album "Wake," mm. and you Google "Wake" and it's just Route 91. And somehow I've got to change his um Destiny's not the word. Sometimes I got. I got to figure out how to change what that kid. I don't want that kid to be his legacy.
0: Damn. Yeah, yeah I mean. I just don't want, you know, yeah. I I just, I feel for you and your family and what y'all went through. Yeah. And, uh, you know,
2: I appreciate that. It's definitely brought a lot of us a lot closer.
0: Yeah. I just don't want you to, I don't want it to become a part of you. Yeah. And then I don't want that day when it really comes out. Is yeah. it hard for you to live that day again?
2: Yeah. Like October 1st comes around. I don't talk about it very often. Yeah. When D asked me, we talked about it. I said, yeah, I talk about it with y'all. Yeah. But it's, uh. Yeah, no, it is. It's there are people that ask about it, and I'll change the subject or I'll just walk off because it's not your business, bro. You know,
0: it's it's funny. Like I, I got sliced in my in the side of my my face, and it changed my whole life. It's yeah. like the reason why I DJ now, and I always laugh about me almost losing my life. You know, like I almost bled to death. You know, I almost died. And you know, I you know I speak to somebody, and they're like, you know, something's gonna trigger that shit. Yeah. Sorry and I, I just don't want it to and I know what's gonna happen. It's gonna be like either my kid or someone I love
2: mm-hmm.
0: is gonna be in that same situation and it's gonna trigger me. I don't know what the fuck how am I gonna fucking react.
2: Yeah. No, 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 you're right. You know, right. know? And and that's what I'm more afraid of sometimes. I've catch I've caught myself being more of a pit bull when people kinda of try to approach my kid or I see somebody yeah. being mean to somebody I know. My wife the other day so I was like, dude, who are you? <laughs> this kid <laughs> walks up and pushed my kid in the same my I got a three year old daughter. Pushed her. I was like, little motherfucker, I can't hit you, but I'll beat the shit out of your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't tough, boys. So I just want you to know, my yeah, wife yeah. Is like, who are you? And I was like, dude, I don't know. Fuck, I like it though. But see, turned my, on? See, my... <laughs> you, know?
0: <laughs> you know what? My fear, if I was in that situation, and I don't know what you've been through, right? Yeah. You know, I, I can't even, I can't even, you know, say that I know what you're going through, yeah. but my fear, if it was me, would be like, I don't want that emotion from that day to get expressed or I don't want to dump it on somebody and then do something
2: I don't like yeah, you know what I to mean to win the situation that I can't control. Where
0: like what mm-hmm. like a little situation like someone bullying your kid yeah. triggers something from that day. Yeah. And I then know, yeah. you lose it. You know what I mean? That's, I do. no, no, I'm not saying that's you. No, I'm but saying, I do know what
2: you're saying completely. Yeah. For me I lost I lost control for about two seconds. Here. Yeah yeah.
0: See that that's my biggest fear is that, you know, I'm a control freak. So mm-hmm. like I I wanna be aware of when that happens so I'm I can I yeah. can, you know, yeah. I can suppress it and understand it a little bit more. You know, my
2: wife went to counseling. A lot of people went to counseling. And I was just like, I went to work. That was my counseling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thir- yeah I tell everybody in the world, I play from 9 to 9.30 every night. It's the only 30 minutes of my life I control. Nobody's calling my phone. Nobody's, my kid ain't complaining about it. he got a, a stuffed bear. My daughter's got a unicorn and she wants the bear. You know what I mean? It's like that is only 30 minutes of pure chaos that I control. Yeah. and. Then back to the real world.
0: I love, I love that. And in, in you know, this country, like country music is like multi, I don't know, billion dollar, million dollar business.
2: Yeah. There's money. In it. But
0: it's, but you guys seem so, it seems like a small business.
2: Yeah. And, it, it, and at the end of the day, we all come from the same kind of place, you know, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. And, happy for you and i can't wait to see you i
0: know you telling me yes sir or yes sir well i'm
2: from the south man that's how we go brother (laughs) i say you know how like people from the east coast are like what's up kid you know what i mean i was like yes sir no sir let me open the door you i always laugh and and i I hope you find this funny you ever want to make a new yorker feel uncomfortable be in an elevator and say how's your day sir
0: yeah i would get nervous lock up lock
2: up I would get nervous. Put your wallet in the front pocket. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm just crazy from the south. I'm just like, no, no, I'd be
0: like, this dude's uh, a fed. Like, what happened? Like, what is this
2: dude doing? We we got a minute and a half together. We might as well enjoy it, bro. What you doing? I'd be
0: like, Were you following me, motherfucker? How you
2: like what are you doing?
0: Just shit tapped. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's great. It's like that southern hospitality, right? Yeah, yeah. No,
1: he's the greatest. Like when I met him we we were hanging out at Red Tower watching the UFC fight. I forgot what fight was it. But you had like a full table full of food, and you're like, "Yo, dig That's in, eat, bro. Yeah, Yeah. you're like dig in. Order drinks, whatever you need. Yeah. Did, like, did you do like, it, Jamie? Did you dig in? No, I didn't <laughs> dig in like that. But
2: well, I, you were welcome to. Or yeah, you, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. even told you order it, off the menu if you don't
1: like this. Yeah, he was like you he basically said that he's like, if you don't like any, of this, just order off the menu. I got you. And I was like, fuck this guy. Like you're like, yo, big fan of the podcast. I'm like, what the fuck? I just met this dude, and he's the nicest human being ever.
2: Yeah, it just does. It does no good to be upset or mean to anyone, man. I walk into a venue and. And they, you were with your crew. Like your been. whole crew was there like six, seven. But times. I was man-fanning you, bro. You were the crew. I was. No, yeah, you were like. Sean Perryman was next to me, the the guy from uh, the Chargers. I said, scoot over, bro. Why yeah. I let you sit down. <laughs> I was just like, all right. I'm dude. a Rangers fan, bitch. What'd you say? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was me and Flight, and yeah. I was like, this damn, it feels like I knew you forever. You treated yeah. me like family. So I appreciate no, that. I, shit. I appreciate
2: that. That's, I feel like that's how the world should be.
0: Do, do you extend uh, a lot more courtesy to DJs? when you I try. Them? Yeah. That's
2: right because uh, I feel like I, I touched on this earlier but I feel like the DJ culture in a whole is almost it's, it's got a lot of hate in it do you, you know do. What? Where, where do you get that feeling I just from? feel like from social media? yeah I just feel like everybody's jealous of the come up everybody's jealous of how they did this or whatever just, just be happy for that cat because you're up next you could be the next guy yeah be that dude's cheerleader you're gonna you, wouldn't, you know if I come to New York I'm gonna say bro I'm playing this spot bro I need this music be a team I wouldn't hesitate to literally plug my laptop into yours and say take it you know like, that I spent my life putting together.
0: Yeah, yeah, I understand what you're saying with social media, but I, th- I think as us, as guys who are kind of OGs and veterans yeah. in this game, especially in like the Las Vegas scene,, yeah. I think it's important that because to me, the guys that are hating and uh, that are doing all this shit talking or that have all this negativity and they're bringing it to social media, I feel like they're not in any circle.:
2: That's how I feel too. I, feel, I was about to say is like, you know, the people in Vegas that have done their stuff don't have to prove themselves. They're, and they're just, oh, you know, just like you said, come have it. Like, well,
0: I, I don't even think they're in any circles because yeah. if you go to LA, there's. That's there's, why they're not in circles. They're, 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 and, I, and I always tell them, you know, if you're hating, that means you're not really a part of the community. That's and right. that's why I asked you if you extend more courtesy to DJs because there'll be. there'll I won't let anyone in the DJ booth. But if I see a DJ and I, if I have, even if I don't know him. Yeah. I'll give him like 80 percent more courtesy than. Than a celebrity,
2: yeah, all, all day. I, I, do you
0: know what I mean? I like, do. if you know, I don't know how to explain it. Like, if if we're stranded, or if there's a flight out, or I don't know, I don't know what to, I don't know how to, yeah, I don't know, know what example, yeah. but I'll extend you break bread with somebody. I'll extend a courtesy to a DJ, mm-hmm. and I'll give them a lot. I'll give them whatever I have, yeah, at the moment or at the time, than any other celebrity or human being or or
2: absolutely. Know. And I feel like a lot of celebrities, not all celebrities, but a lot of celebrities are entitled. Know me, you yeah. don't know who I am, kind of thing, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just don't have time. I mean, there's for some
0: it. DJs like that, too. Oh, yeah, there are, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, but I'll even give them the courtesy of being like, Oh, he's feeling himself. I just tell him he's what's, killing it right now. What's
2: mine? What's mine? Yours, bro? You want, some, want a shot? Yeah, yeah. I got a seat over there. Is your girl want to sit down? Yeah, I'll yeah. get up and give yeah. his girl my seat.
0: I said, my, my whole day, I, I get DJs that hit me up. They're like, Yo, we want to come in? Is it cool? I'm like, Yeah, yeah, like, come in.
2: You want the guest list? What come do you want to Here's do? my need?
0: bottle, like, I'll give, and thing is, I'll allow them the opportunity. To disrespect me?
2: Yeah, be my friend. I'm giving you the and chance. and
0: I'll take the L. That's it. You know what I mean? And I'll I'll be like, look, if you disrespect me, and or you you like, I don't know, you do something to me that's foul, I'll take the L. Mm-hmm. I'll just know like to kind of keep my boundaries
2: with you. That's it. You you put your mark on the wall.
0: But I but I'll you know but I I'll give you all the generosity and like the, the homecoming mm-hmm. that I can give you as a fellow that's
2: DJ. It. You know when my my it just goes all the way down to like my writer. I got two bottles of 1942, two bottles of Cosmigos, yeah. and two bottles of Tito's. I can't drink all that shit. That's for the homies. Mm-hmm. I'll take a bottle and put it in the DJ booth and the mm-hmm. rest, so I just, come up, man.
0: I think the only time where I, I have a short fuse is if I'm in the middle of working and a DJ like, crosses that boundary of asking me or doing something while uh, or I'm working, this. while I'm performing.
4: Trying to talk to you, have a conversation with you.
0: Yeah. Not even that, <laughs> or doing something... That's all about them that they when should, I'm
2: working. They should know the boundaries. They yeah. do this. Yeah, and, of course. And, yeah. yeah. And they, they don't. But they still do it.
0: Even even so, more than that, they should know what I'm going through and try to look out
2: for me. Liquor sometimes yeah. wins. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, <laughs> yeah. And I try to be like, like we drink. I get it. But at the end of the day, I'm like, brother, you yeah. have a drink. Hang with your friends, man there's 15 single girls right there. Go do anything. Go over there. <laughs> Go speak to them. Just <laughs> yeah. get away from hey, me. Hey, I'll give you this later. It's okay. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't want your flash drive right now. Right, right. You can have it in an hour.
0: Right. Is there anything you want to touch on or talk about?
2: Uh, I think we did it. Touched yeah, talked. I know.
0: <laughs> I mean, Silver, I mean, it's it's been a real pleasure having no, Let you me on first the say this
2: has been an honor. I've wanted to do this. And I never want to be the guy, to reach out, kind of be on there? Because that's just not how I think things should happen in this world. But yeah, I've been yeah. a fan from day one. And I'll text you and comment on, dude, that joker's angry. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, 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 and just like you guys, wanted, wanted, I don't remember who it was, but they were at a private party at, um, on the record. And Usher's in there. And you guys are going through all this music. I have never heard of any of this shit. And you're like,
4: yeah. Oh, like, that was, yeah, when, um, I, was, when I was
2: DJing, and Usher came up to me. Usher after Mind blown. Yeah. Mind blown that you had that music. Oh, you oh. were there? No, 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 no. No, the, oh, the clip I
1: posted—the clip of um, oh yeah, yeah. I was with sh- him. I was just singing to him, requesting the yeah, yeah. song. Like yeah.
2: yeah, and, and the thing—it's like I said. So when you're playing, I'm playing, you know. So we're never getting the chance to be yeah. in the room, you know. Yeah. And it's just the the music knowledge and the stuff I, I, I've learned from this podcast. Like, you're not just blowing bullshit, but it's like when you started defining house and techno music, you know what I mean? It's like then go go to reggaeton and go to when they were breaking down New York and East Coast hip hop, and yeah, you, know, you learn from it, and, and I appreciate it. You
0: know, I, I was having a conversation with MoMA, a good friend of mine, you know, mm-hmm. from Everyday People. We were talking yeah. about it a little bit earlier. And, you know, he has this new... He has a, he Ard Basel with Kei Huge. You know, he was in a Beyonce commercial mm-hmm. uh, for Tiffany's. Mm-hmm. They're having an outstanding year. And I was just talking with him. And I'm like, you know, I'm so glad we have this time capsule, this, like, live recording yeah. of your history. Because no one knows, you know... From from 2017 18 when I recorded our first episode with MoMA, you know he's relatively unknown in New York. Kinda, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, not he wasn't unknown in New York, but outside of New York, yeah, he's relatively unknown. But for to just to see the progression mm-hmm. and then the change in times, I, where, I, he, where I,
2: he started, where he is, and where he's. Yeah,
0: going. we were kind of talking about this. It's kind of like a journal or a time capsule for 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 mm-hmm. open format DJs.
2: Yeah. Can and, I tell you, you know, what I took out of that moment interview? All the things he's done or said is yeah. when he said, his mama said, Did you see why Beyonce looked at my boy? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and that being a father, that's that being having a mama, having, a, you know what I mean? It's just like, I promise you that was his favorite part of that podcast.
0: Yeah. You just like that moment. Yeah. Where you, you know, yeah. you get that, that pride,
2: that, what's it? That parental pride. I remember the first time my parents came to a concert. If you want to hear about it, okay, they came to a uh, Fayetteville, Arkansas, Walmart Amphitheater. My mom and daddy show up, got them tickets, had my guy go out and kill them, put them in their seats. I walk out and I said, Mama, where'd you get that shirt? I bought it from some nice young man in the parking lot. My mama done bought some damn bootleg merch from some cat in the parking lot wearing my shit. I was like, ah, oh, damn, mama. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just so naive and nice. It's just yeah. but my mom was so proud to wear that shirt that had my name spelled wrong.
1: Not only that, hey, you made it the bootleggers, bro.
2: Straight facts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go buy the rest of that shit. I hope you do it next time I come in town.
0: Yes, it's funny. I, I, my mom came to visit me uh, in Vegas, and she stayed a whole night while I was DJing at Jet. Oh, wow. That's when I, we did the whole nights, right? hmm I think I did 10.30 to like 5 a.m. Jesus, yeah. She stayed there all night. I'll never forget, Ellie Pacino was there. Uh, I forgot who was managing, and uh, they got her like a stool. Oh, so and she they, just watched your baby. Yeah. She just watched me for like six hours DJing, you know.
2: And did you do anything different since Mama was there? I just did what I did, you know. I got gotcha. you. Put your did, motherfucking hands yeah. up, you Ma. too, <laughs> Mama. <made> Cocaine, it. <laughs> 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 bitches to the DJ booth.
0: <laughs> you know, it's funny though when people come in, they're like they're degenerates. They're bringing shots. Yeah. Yo, motherfucker, what's up? Yeah. I'm like, yo, it's my mom. They're like, Oh hi. <laughs> <laughs> I like they complete they're like, Hi, I'm like, oh you don't have to do the shot. You don't have to yeah. do the shot. But I, I probably didn't drink as much as I usually nah. do. Did you take it to Ryan after? No.
2: Uh, did you, did Damn, you get that man. cheeseburger pizza? I mean, I ain't never been there either. Did you get that? Do they
0: have a cheeseburger
2: pizza? Got, bro, I never had that. I'm taking it. I'm, are you done? <laughs> <laughs> they got a Allegedly. Big Mac pizza at that Joker. Listen, take it from a fat kid from Texas. Yeah. Spiritual. Okay. Spiritual? <laughs> well, that being said, I ain't never fucking been to that place in my life, okay? For sure. Legend. <laughs> For sure. You, you heard dropped, about you, it. I dropped
0: a couple people off there. Yeah, You yeah. told me about it. <laughs> door I, I heard
2: I knew a door guy once.
0: <laughs> but she stayed and- She told me, she's like, you know, I didn't realize what you did. Yeah. And she's like, no bathroom breaks on your feet for six hours. Yeah. You're controlling. She's like, she's like, everybody loves you. I'm like, well, that's not true, but you know.
2: (laughs) I like your style.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But it was one of those moments where, you know, like my whole life, she was against me DJing. She yep. was against anything creative. You know, she wanted me to go to business school. Oh yeah. You know, and then she finally like got it. And I think yeah. that was an amazing time. time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I completely understand.
2: That's what I took what out of that entire From that moment yeah. episode. Yeah. Yeah. Silver,
0: it. thank you so much for coming
2: through. Blessing to be here. Thank you guys. Yeah, man. I'm going
0: to, I'm going to try to come through tonight. So yeah, let man. me know when you, wa- I'm going to walk in with you. I want the, what the, time walk the whole in. experience.
2: I uh, played till midnight. So I think uh, I have to look. We have to look. Then we'll I let, go then I go back back on after cheat code.
0: Yeah. So let will let us know. I got the
2: DJ flight shift tonight, which is cool.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'll roll with you. Let, Let's see what's go. Go.
2: Let's, Let's do go. it. Do All some right. push ups because we got some drinking to do. Silver, thank you so no, much it's for the man. So I appreciate it. Man.
1: Thanks for tuning into The
0: Road Podcast. Don't forget, every Wednesday, we have new episodes on all major streaming platforms. And every Thursday, the video versions go up on our YouTube page. Please subscribe to our channel, youtube.com slash Podcast, And to find exclusive clips of the pod, please visit youtube.com slash City. And we'll see you next Wednesday.